0: My name is Chris Spaggs, and all summer long, I've been on a quest to stack up every NFL team at random in Underdog Fantasy's Best Ball Mania 4 with $3 million to first place. We are finally at the end of that journey. Three teams left on the wheel. I am in the five spot here, so uh, seems like it is going to be an interesting one to have to draft around for some of these teams. Well, let's spin the wheel and see what it gives me. I can't be choosing my team now. Eagles. Dolphins, Bears. Who will be the first one? We will hit all three today in the Spag Stacks finale. Oh, I was right in the middle there. Oh, right in the middle. But it is apparently Dolphin boy. Not gonna get Tyreek slipping to me in this one. All right. Let me ch- uh, switch the tab over one second in the draft room. I'm four picks away drafting in the moderately influential five spot. Uh, would really love Tyreek to fall, but with Cooper Cup now being a non-factor uh, with the injury stuff, at least a non-factor you get taken too early, I don't think I'll get Tyreek here, but would be pretty cool if Pete Gizzard, uh, the bastard child of Pikachu and Charizard, and the Dantino would allow Tyreek to fall. Uh, that'd be a real bro move on their part, I think. But we could still build a nice stack, theoretically, if we get Waddle. Um, <laughs> okay, McCaffrey, don't take Tyreek, man. You love Bijan. Dantino, I could see. Ah, Dantino. Well within his rights to take that guy. But gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. What do we do? Really, nothing here is that appealing at this point. Travis Kelsey, I guess, will differentiate our team. We'll take him here. Uh always good to get an elite tight end, but fuck. Let me put the. Let me put the banner up. <laughs> Tough start here uh, for the Saturday start. First ever Saturday morning stream here. I am not a Saturday morning streamer. I am somebody that slowly wakes up on Saturdays, writes up the email for my startup probably, and uh, brain function. Got to kick into high gear pretty quickly here. as Spag stacks dolphins. Uh, this also is my fourth to last draft. Uh, So I am at my final few drafts of this one. So I'm burning literally my, my last few entries on this, uh, this concept of SPAG stacks here down the home stretch, Uh, And we'll see how it goes. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Probably going to be more inclined to build good teams if possible, than fully stick to the stack concept at this point, especially for a team like the Dolphins that I have uh, more than enough of in various configurations throughout the entire off season. Uh, But definitely going to be a tough run without getting Tyreek to build the Dolphins. Good morning, Squirt Squad. Weekend mornings are slower. They are indeed. Steve is at the local farmers market <laughs> making different picks. The ADP on the pomegranates are looking pretty good at the local farmers market. I see an A-Chain berrios Smice stack in your future. I hope I get a chain. Honestly, if I get a chain, that'd be a pretty big win. Um Dolphins. We should talk about overall. Obviously, the Nut Dolphin stack is going to be the one that was borderline chalky in the beginning of BBM, where you were able to get Tyreek, you are able to get Jalen Waddle. Those guys lined up perfectly in ADPs in some rooms. I think a lot of rooms in that early part of BBM, you could also get Mark Andrews. Uh, I think that looks great. Again, you are getting the Dolphins with the Week 17 correlation with Baltimore. If you could tack on J.K. Dobbins onto that, I think you are in one of the best Week 17 configurations to have the shot to win that prize pool at the end. So. I do love the Dolphins overall as a stack, uh, but with fuck this receiver run at the turn is making me think we might not even get Waddle back. If we don't get Waddle, this Dolphin stack is absolute busto, uh, but we will still try to build 2-0 with two guys. I guess it would be Barrios and Smythe and one of the running backs. Um, shit, man. <laughs> just shit. I should have just made the move. I should have said, you know what? Fuck the wheel. Today, we're just going to take it. Waddle goes... This is not even, this is not Dolphins. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's change the banner again. Spag Stacks Dolphins. Spag's actually, quote unquote, Stacks Dolphins. This will be more appropriate. Spag Stacks Dolphins. <laughs> Fucking shit, man. It, it doesn't matter because the point of Spag Stacks is to make me do teams that I wouldn't normally draft. And I have no issue drafting the Dolphins but it hurts to not execute your concept when you're waking up on Saturday morning to execute your (laughs) concepts. We got Travis Kelsey though. Um, Some could say the best Miami stack is one that includes Cincinnati and Kansas City. So let's do that. So what we're going to try to do here is we're going to try to get leverage on the the alpha pieces, the, the great players in the Miami-Baltimore Week 17 game, all the guys I just listed off, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, uh, J.K. Dobbins, Lamar, Mark Andrews. We're going to try to get leverage on all those guys and build out Cincinnati KC with some peripheral uh, dolphins and, ra- and ravens sprinkled in. And uh, I think that makes sense for game theory. It doesn't make this the most fun stack for me. doesn't make this a great time for me pivot to the other team i mean it would have to be pivoting at this point to the bears or the eagles and i already spun the wheel i <laughs> i can't i can't my brain hurts i can't think about not doing what the wheel tells me to do uh sorry jeremy couldn't time his last draft and yes this is the time guys if you are i've uh, been biting your entries for bbm uh get it in i think the fill rate let me actually check it where it is right now a uh, fill rate getting close looks like about 57,000 entries left to go. 92% fill rate. The uh, estimates I saw on social media from a few different folks was I think Monday was when they expected to fill. I am planning to do draft number 50. Uh, well, number 50. I wish number 150 for myself on the channel tomorrow. Uh, so that is going to be the goal to do that Sunday morning. Uh, your church this week will be the church's spags going off on how running backs are greatly overvalued, even in their current ADPs. Uh, fuck the not We got Mark Andrews. <laughs> this dolphin stack going poorly going poorly um but yeah tomorrow the goal will be to do number 150 here live on the channel and uh close out uh my underdog portion of drafting and then next week we will still have drafters still have draft kings to hit because those aren't filling uh by a long shot uh but shouts everybody's been using the drafters promo code as well been seeing a lot of those come through uh glad to hear it some folks trying to use the wrong one uh less glad to hear that (laughs) But if you do want to play on drafters, get some of that overlay in the drafters million. Uh, do check out the promo code for drafters. Same one here. If you are a new, sign up promo code splash. If you're a redepositor on drafters, use splash 100 uh, for a 20% deposit match up to 500 bucks. But uh, obviously, it's an underdog stream, so we saved the drafters talk. I'm sure they would hate it. All right, we're on the clock here. Okay, so we didn't get the good parts of Miami, we didn't get Mark Andrews either. But let's get Lamar Jackson. So we'll plan a flag here. We're going to pair Lamar with our elite tight end with an elite receiver, elite number two receiver, I guess, who is theoretical leverage on Jamar Chase. Um, I've said it before, T. Higgins is a better player when Jamar Chase is off the field, than Jamar Chase is a player when T. Higgins is off the field because T. Higgins is such a great vessel to draw attention away from a guy like Jamar Chase. Uh, T. Higgins is the higher EPA per target guy. Jamar Chase, though, gets more volume. Uh, Volume is a skill, obviously, but I do look for the guys that tend to do better every single time they touch the ball. And T. Higgins is that guy. So I think T. Higgins makes sense in this build as our start at receiver. And then Lamar, um, we've talked enough about Todd Munkin, the move from him uh, coming from Georgia to now bringing that offense, hopefully a similar version of that offense to Baltimore, should benefit the Lamar-Mark Andrews connection. Uh, The tight ends were very well fed in Georgia last year, both Brock Bowers and Darnell Washington, but also the running backs were a big part of that game. And receivers certainly are a part of what he does downfield as well. Uh, But I think the less important part overall, less concentration I'm expecting for those guys. Uh, To me, I wouldn't be shocked if it's like 20% target shares for Odell, for Zay Flowers for Bateman. Um, and then, you know, maybe honestly closer 15 to 20. And then we see the largest target share going to Mark Andrews, or if he's out, likely his way. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, that's my bet on Baltimore. Uh, but obviously, we'll take one of the receivers here because we didn't get Mark Andrews. The wheel is spoken. The wheel giveth and the wheel taketh away. It's true. The wheel is pure. The wheel has no biases. The wheel's not sleepy on a Saturday morning. The wheel just shows up and does its job. Just we spun the wheel over here it says pick AR. <laughs> Well, hard to argue with that, I guess. That's what the wheel says. Again, the wheel is just, the wheel is fair. Durham Smite and Savan Ahmed season. I mean, honestly, you can make the case. I know Pete uh, made the case at some point during his uh, his six-hour or eight-hour, whatever that was yesterday's stream. Um, Savan Ahmed, I think, is draftable. Um, he was a guy that has done well with limited touches in the past. Uh, honestly, feels like a back that should have gotten more of a shot Um, overall, just relative to how this team plays offensively, can catch passes, can break some long runs, a pretty solid in pass protection as well. I don't think you should be going out of your way to get Savon Ahmed, but if you have Baltimore, Miami stuff for week 17 and you do have a spot in your 18th round, I would throw Savon Ahmed in. I think he's perfectly uh perfectly cromulent to continue to the bait again that Pete had yesterday, which funny that like Pete and Denny, very smart guys, just no awareness. That was a Simpsons word, which was driving me nuts while watching the show, but a made up word by the Simpsons and now somehow become one that is used by your favorite basketball analysts far too many times. Leaky. He's been tough to get, but I get Lamar in the fourth round of my final draft. Good to get him there for sure. Um, Lamar certainly has been one where the price tag has been lower during portions of the offseason. There was a point where I remember people were sending me like, oh, I got Andrews and Lamar in the third and fourth, like where Lamar was in the fourth, Andrews in the third. Uh, That was definitely something that was possible for a point in BBM, but uh, people smartened up enough, and especially after Lamar's contract got sorted out, uh, that value in BBM went away pretty quickly. But just a reminder for next year, for the people who are in their first ball cycle, just remember that the market craves certainty. And if you're willing to take things that uh, there's going to be something that seems like it's happening, like Lamar getting a deal, uh, then you are certainly in a good condition to you know try to draft that guy and the assumption that's going to happen. Because uh, the market won't adjust until it does. Uh, what are we going to do here? Really don't like any of these guys on the board. And because we went elite at two positions uh, that are not receiver, I do think we need receiver pretty bad here. So I'm going to reach for Brandon Ayuk. Ah, uh, Brandon Aik, of course, a key part of any Dolphin stack, <laughs> uh, because the Dolphins' coach was formerly a Niners' coach, and that's how we get the correlation there. Uh, <laughs> brutal here, brutal for the Dolphins portion of things, but Brandon Aik, though another guy who always solid, always going to benefit from um Brock Purdy's uh, in particular where he likes to throw on the field uh there's some charts floating around out there from I feel like maybe 33rd team there's too many things on social media right now if, if you expect me to give proper attribution for everything uh you're coming to the wrong channel uh but I think it was 33rd team or Matt Harmon at reception perception uh pointing out that Brock Purdy a big success rate is exactly where guys like Ayuk and Debo run the majority of their routes so uh Ayuk is one of those guys Ayuk I always say the wrong one uh, he's one of those guys that I think has been pretty solid, um, where he was getting drafted before now he's come up enough into the high forties that I think that maybe a little bit less value, but there have been points where you can get a, you can the late fifties, sixties and drafts, uh, that have felt pretty good to me. Good morning to all the beautiful people. Good morning. Yes, it's bright and early here on the East Coast. A very frigid day. Uh, we were supposed to go to the one of our friend's pools today, and I frankly don't fucking want to at all. <laughs> so we're going to see how that debate goes in a little bit. Uh, but I'm going to be drafting teams here for the next few hours at least. Got this one, two more to go in spag stacks. And then again, tomorrow we'll try to hit number 150 live on the channel. That'll be the goal. I'm going to put the events in. And then if I, I guess if I have to do it urgently tonight, Fuck man. I hope I don't drink too many beers. <laughs> that's what I will. That's what I'll hope. The room has finally stopped smelling like weed from Thursday's DraftKings stream. Uh where of course we did hotbox the room here and uh went went really well. Went really well for everybody. I'll reach out. Correlations late in a cycle. Daniel Jones slash Mac Jones for the Jones X2 stack. That's true. Two guys the same last name. Definitely gonna look pretty good. Um I wouldn't reach for correlations but I do think being a little more cautious with your QB sniping um if you are in a room where you see QBs going ahead of ADP a lot or if it's just certain QBs like Love, Howell, Pickett in particular I think taking that guy around you know where you're picking before their ADP I think is perfectly normal to do um just really tough for those guys uh to fall where they're supposed to fall and uh, I've seen like Pickett go 50 picks out of ADP it's very frustrating honestly so uh, definitely less afraid to get your guys at this point I am still going to take Terry McLaurin at ADP. He's day-to-day. Turf toe, not a great injury, but if he misses week one, I just don't give a fuck. Um, we're playing for week 17 here. I think if you're not playing for week 17, then yeah, sure. Then you can avoid Der- Terry McLaurin. You can avoid Jerry Judy and all that. I want my team to be supercharged, and we have had such a large portion of BBM drafted where McLaurin was going in the 50s. Obviously, he's still going in the 50s, but going in the 40s, he had moved up at one point. Certainly, people have reached for him in the 30s in some rooms. Uh, so getting McLaurin here, uh, even at his current ADP. Even if he misses week one, even if he misses week two, like I, I think that's the kind of thing you absorb in the hopes of building a team that's better equipped to make it to the finals and make noise in the finals, um, especially because we also have a Niners build here uh, with Auk that we got to take McLaurin. GM's Spag Squirt Squat. <laughs> I don't like Squirt Squat. That sounds gross. But The Squirt Squad is in the house, of course. You can join the Squirt Squad by hitting the join button down below. It gives you a cool helmet next to your name as well as access to all the shit that I'm doing. Uh, so you can ask me questions. You can send me lineups, all that stuff. Um, and, uh, we'll talk DFS as well throughout the season too. Got to figure out what we're doing this week. Uh, but the plan will be due to showdown stuff on Thursday, I guess, uh, at least a showdown live stream. And then of course still drafts, uh, plan is to do drafts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday still. Uh, so even on labor day, even on the day where we celebrate a day off from labor, I believe I'll be doing labor, but we'll see. See how tomorrow goes. QBs going ahead of ADP have been quite common the past two weeks. I've adjusted and take QBs largely ahead of ADP now better than getting sniped and left with no outs. Yeah, I mean, I think it's relative still to where you're drafting and all of that. Like, I wouldn't reach three rounds for Sam Howell just because people are reaching Sam, for Sam Howell like three or four rounds. Like, I just don't think that's the smart way to draft overall. Um, but a few picks here and there, like I think to get your guys and guys that make sense for your build. And guys also that you know can potentially line up with other ADP pockets where there's receivers going late that you know you're going to be able to get. Um, I think that certainly makes sense. But yeah, don't be, don't get too reachy-reachy. Still too reachy-reachy is a tough thing at this point of drafts because even though ADPs have moved around enough, like if you get too reachy-reachy, you're going to be with, uh, paired with teams that have gotten those same guys at much better values than you. Uh, but I do think if you're getting like McLaurin late, if you're getting Judy late, if you got JSN when there was that dip, I think the JSN dip is kind of leveled out. Uh, Cooper Cup, if you want to take him in a dip, I think those are guys that then, you know, you can sort of pair in a, a overdrafted QB and it's, and it makes sense then because you got the other player at a little bit of a discount, uh, but still just, you know, wouldn't go more than like 12 picks reaching out QB It's the best way to say that low ball lineup spags versus squirt squad. Low balls, I guess possible. It's hard to do it without Pete. And I don't think we're gonna have time. If we do. If we do get weekly access to Pete, I think it is going to be uh have to be you know more ride or die picks kind of stuff, but we'll see. Definitely open to whatever. A uh, low ball is always tough for me to do because like the scoring kind of felt flimsy. The drafting process always felt kind of flimsy. I know we had fun doing it, but um, I don't know maybe because I just wasn't naturally great at it. You know, I'm so good. All teams I build score points. You know, it's really hard to <laughs> hard to wrap your brain around that. All right. We got a one zero three one Lamar Higgins, Brandon Auk, Terry McLaurin, Travis Kelsey uh, could use some Cincinnati representation beyond Higgins potentially, but we don't really need to if we don't, it doesn't line up naturally. Uh, the Taylor dip is getting kind of appealing at this point. I'm talking about not getting too reachy-reachy, but I think Zay does help this build out. Because again, we are building the shitty part of the Dolphins, so at least let's build a possible part of Baltimore. So we are going to add Zay Flowers to this room. Uh, his ADP has come up so much. Really wish I had scooped Zay more when he was in the 90 range. Um, where am I on with the field on Zay? Uh, we will also check in on my exposures here for uh swag sacks at the end. Uh, Cause I always forgot to do that or forgot to do it last week. At least uh, let's look up. Say I'm at 8.3% Zay flowers overall. I would hope a lot of that's in BBM. Yeah, 8.9, I'm over on Zay. Okay, 8.9% Zay Flowers. I feel good about that. Because that price has come up a lot. And I don't go on my way to get Zay, but I think the way that I've built where uh, the receivers I'm drafting are informing the QBs I'm drafting, um, that's which is not somehow the way most people build, I've noticed. Uh, so getting Zay makes sense with Lamar, obviously. But I have more than enough Zay to feel feel good about it. Thank you, thank you. Berea will do it. (laughs) We ate spicy-ass Berea tacos last night. Squirt squat is relevant right now. Lovely. I had fish tacos yesterday, and I feel fine. Feeling delightful, in fact. Besides just generalized exhaustion, which is going to happen. Dolphin staff with no Tyreek or Waddle. That's unfortunate. Should have tried getting a higher draft pick. Yeah, would have been pretty cool. Would have been pretty cool if if the Dantino here had passed it up, because this team's fine. Honestly, the Dantino's doing an okay job. Got Pollard at a discount. Got Brees at his lower ADP. Can't be mad at the Dantino here, even if he did take our precious Tyreek. Sure, could he have helped out this stream that he probably doesn't even know exists? Yeah, he could have. He could have. But he chose not to. And that's the Dantino's right. Oh, boy. First round grade. Picking at the end of the first round. Great irony. Cooper Cup goes to the 12. So if you're curious about where Cooper Cup goes, I took him at the 12 yesterday. Felt great about it. Uh, if you have bullets left, happy to take Cooper Cup at the turn. I think that's tremendous value at this point of things. Um, well, well, I see one interesting player on the board that could portend another player getting drafted. Akers and Javante also okay here. We're in our final drafts, guys. I got to make these teams. I got to give these teams my special flavor, right? So Michael Pittman, come on board. We have five receivers now. Lamar Jackson, T. Higgins, Brandon Auk, Terry McLaurin, Zay Flowers, Michael Pittman, Travis Kelsey. So even though we did take those two deviations at QB and tight end, We still have a pretty loaded receiver room, I think, thanks to the discount or the slight discount on Terry McLaurin with the turf toe recovery process. Um, Reaching for Zay, whatever. It's fine. Zay's ADP is gross, so it makes sense to take him. I agree. I still would rather have him than Bateman. Uh, So I'm I'm with that. Bateman, fine. Um, Odell, just not a guy who's been a part of my portfolio, which is, I I know, not a hot take. Um, 1.4% Odell for me in BBM. Uh, Bateman... I'm at 4.1 percent Bateman, so Flowers is my bet amongst the receivers. Andrews, though, I think I have 15 yeah, percent Andrews in BBM, so he is my my bet in the Baltimore passing game, which you know makes sense. So I just said, oh, you might you might smell an AR build cooking. <laughs> we are we're in the lab here. We got to play the hits. I I only have 21 percent Anthony Richardson in Best Ball Mania Four, which is surprising uh, given how many times you see me draft him on the stream. How many times you see me put on my cherished AR jersey? Uh, but he just has been tough to get in ADPs that I think align with builds that I'm trying to work. So uh, AR, we'll see if we get him here. But definitely want to be positioned to get him if I can. That's small numbers of 101s and 102s all year. Now that Cup is dropping, I'm getting 101s and 102s. Fuck <laughs> oh, that's tough Because yeah, you're not getting that Cup discount over there. Um, I've gotten a few more Jamar Chases on DraftKings. Still not getting any Jamar Chase on Underdogs, so... He will not by choice be my my biggest fade or one of my biggest fades of the first round. Uh, just did not align for Jamar Chase for me. And unless I get a bunch of 102s here, uh, not going to get any Jamar Chase today is what it is. It's uh, tough to see the last final entries ago, especially when you are seeing things like the Cooper Cup thing. Um, I think for me next year, I might just be like, listen, can we not like make plans for Labor Day and, uh, and try to keep a few more bullets live for BBM? I'll see how that works with the content cycle. But I do think if you have, if you have 50 entries left in PBM, like I would try to get them all in because you are now getting Cup as this Devontae Adams-style faller. Uh, you have Jonathan Taylor as his other faller, where, granted, there is some risk to it, but I would still be willing to take Jonathan Taylor in the 70s uh, that he falls to here. 72 is where he went in this draft. Um, like cup Taylor teams are so supercharged potentially right now, especially if you are in a room that's afraid to take Jerry Judy. If you are in a room, that's afraid to take McLaurin. If you are in a room, that's afraid to take, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, like all those guys, I think, uh, definitely going to make sense. Jeff Wilson rooms. Like there's been a lot of those that are out there. All right. Well, we could take Tua for our dolphin stack, but I think, (laughs) I do think that ship has somewhat sailed here. All right, I'm going to try to, let's try to finesse this. Let's try to get our first running back in. And boy, what luminaries at running back we have. Good God, man. Fuck it. I'm just going to take AR. I'm not going to risk it with these, <laughs> these fuckers. Go ahead, Dantino. Take Tua. I'll take AR in my Dolphin stack. Who's gonna Who's going to score more points in week 17, really? Is it going to be Tua or is it going to be AR? I think we know the real Dolphin stack starts with Anthony Richardson. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Let's get the energy up. Nothing gets the energy up more than putting the jersey on. Gets the blood flowing here. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's funny. I'm sure you guys now can see me building the mental uh, inertia, building in my head of me getting ready to draft AR. And uh, that was it. When it's when the choices are uh, James Conner or Dalvin Cook, or let's just get Anthony Richardson, I think I'm going to go the Anthony Richardson way more times than not. Yes, Let's fucking go. Tommy needed to see it. Like Tommy hasn't been in as many of the chats lately, so he needed to see me live uh, taking AR, and I'm willing to do that for everybody here. Take two, let's just build a weirdo. Maybe. If he falls all the way back, maybe. I might be willing to do that. I spent so much time in my, my jersey share. Yes. Or my, the jersey sure. <laughs> but honestly, yes, this is just a, a share of a jersey that I have uh, that will hopefully portend all the millions that'll come my way. On anthony richardson's back not a james connor guy he's okay um oh, there goes Tua. so the dantino pushed it dantino's honestly putting together a nice little draft for himself he, he he's not helping me out in any way but he's putting a nice draft for himself together uh let's take brian robson here as our first one off the board i could make the case for myself to take adarius tony but i do think brian robson fits this build again we do have some niners washington stuff team so far Lamar and Anthony Richardson at QB. Brian Robinson at running back. T. Higgins, Brandon Auk, Terry McLaurin, Zay Flowers, Michael Pittman at receiver, Travis Kelsey at tight end. And now we just got to dig out of this running back hole, but hopefully we'll be in an okay pocket to do that. So I think we're okay. Obviously, Dolphins-wise, that's why it's in quotation marks. That's (laughs) that's why it's in quotation marks. AR League winner this year. I hope so. I, I really think that you know, I, I know Pete at one point in the stream, I had it on in the background. I forget who he was talking to about it, but he was giving his take on AR. Uh, of course, my podcast partner, Pete Oversett, who did a marathon stream yesterday, closed out his BBM entry. So check it out. If you have some free time, need some more background stuff um, and, and you're tired of hearing my voice, then feel free to go check out Pete's stuff. Um, but yeah, basically he was talking about how like he thinks that people are underrepresenting the floor and the ceiling of Anthony Richardson and in, in the negative way where he believes that they're being oversold. I think that is one of the worst takes that I've heard from my good pal Pete. Um, which is which I know, like, you know, with how we've kind of talked about AR, that I don't think he views him uh the way that I do. But you can look at some of the people who I think have started to really spread the good word, like my pal Ian Harditz has talked about it. It really just takes the bare minimum of rushing from AR. It takes 150 attempts for him rushing this year to exceed every possible expectation of both floor and ceiling. And I think that's something that. I think people are going to, they're not going to, nobody's going to eat crow about this. Like nobody's going to, because they're, they be like, Oh, I took enough of them. And not specifically Pete, but got people out there who've been like really negative about him too. It's gonna be like, well, you know what? You didn't do it in Florida. And it's like, boy, did you watch Florida on Thursday? Like, I think that Anthony Richardson uh, did as much as he could with that team, given what was there and what they are showing, at least in one game against Utah so far this year. Um, point being though, like, I think that, I think people should be eating some crow when AR plays this year, and I think I think they're going to be eating that crow within the first month, if not the first week. Like uh, Jacksonville, on some advanced data, I think they're really bad about uh, against the run-pass option was one thing that I saw. Um, look, does that matter fully for a guy who's in week one? Probably not, but I think there's a chance that he puts up a big spike week early on. There's also a chance that he puts up a shit game early on in that first month, but I think that's going to be what it is, and you're paying the price tag for a guy who – if he gives you 40 points in week 17, he was worth much more capital than he's going at. And I think that's, that's the main thing. And he is also a team captain. He is also a team captain. True. It's a big DFS. I'm um, a big DFS guys going off week one. No JT. It's possible. Um, certainly people are going to be rushing to play Deion Jackson, probably going to be rushing to play Evan hold to a lesser extent. Um, it does seem like Deion Jackson will be the lead back to start the season. And then Zach Moss is going to be working in uh, week two or week three is the most recent reports. Uh, but definitely, you know, the potential is there for him to have a big game, and against Jacksonville too, who does have a pretty potent offense. I think you could see AR playing catch up. I think more likely for Week One, like he probably gives you 19 points in a game. That's like pretty good and shows some of the signs of what I'm looking for. I don't think he reaches his peak powers necessarily right, you know, the second he touches the field. But he's in play. He's tournament QB. We'll see what we'll see what the sims give me <laughs> and what I have to play. Um, I'm going to take Samaje P. Ryan here. <clears throat> Boyd makes sense for our build a little bit as well, but. Um, we just got to get some more running backs in the door. P. Ryan, another solid back, uh, makes more sense I think in PPR format, but half point PPR could easily get some touchdowns if Javante is not a pure sledgehammer goal line back this year. Uh, let's see. And Ar is also a team captain, so um, honestly, pretty big co-sign. Look, he's a hardworking guy. I think that's part of it too. Is that you can make whatever critiques you want of him as like in his accuracy issues and all that. I think nothing he's shown, nothing we've heard from the media, nothing in these profiles about him. Everything says that he's going to bust his ass to do it and seems like a good guy. His teammates voting him in, you know, as a rookie. I think that certainly does show you something else about what he's got in that locker room. These guys believe in him to some amount. They know it's his team. I think these are all, these are all positive things. It just comes together. Like, how does it all come together? Does Shane Steichen actually call the plays that he needs to hit? We'll see. Like he is an end of season play, but he's rookie on a bad team. So he could struggle early. I mean, that's fine. Like Struggling early doesn't matter. I don't expect every QB to give me 20 points a game. Fucking A-Chain goes a little bit earlier than he should. So we won't be getting A-Chain in the stack. Mostert is still hovering around. Nope, Mostert. Why did I just do this against drunk people at fucking 11 o'clock? Why do I commit to these (laughs) things on stream? Let's take tank, yeah, no, uh, tank's fine. Let's take Elijah Mitchell here. I think he's better for this build. We do have so much Niners, Washington stuff. So, no fucking Dolphins running back. It is literally going to be a Savan Ahmed, Duran Smythe team for our Dolphins. Again, I've got enough Dolphins. It's just more. It's more the process here that frustrates me. <laughs> it's More that I just can't. I can't get Raheem Mostert ten picks ahead of ADP because of Piquazar in the three hole. Oh my God. Aaron met up with a bunch of rookies after the draft. They made a huge mess with our boy AR. Yes. This is one of the tales that's out there of our boy AR uh, Damian. Tony UF tends to get less out of players than the NFL can. That is true. Um, But that's also because uh, they are recruiting the best and brightest. Uh, Florida recruiting is the most potent you can in anywhere. Like it's basically there, California, Texas, those three and the South generally. Uh, but I guess Georgia would be probably in the mix as well as a state that does breed a lot of guys. Uh, that sounds bad when you say breed a lot of guys, but does create a lot of talent. Uh, it's going to be pretty good for a college and for the NFL. Um, but yeah, you go into a program and it has no fucking rudder and it doesn't know what it's doing. And the play calling's bad and the defense is bad. Like you're probably going to see guys be undervalued coming out of that. That said, I could tell you from watching all the AR stuff I possibly could in this offseason season. Cause I just was so like, I'm like, am I sure that this is the thing that I really want to put my wife on this year? Um, his receivers were awful. Like his, that Pearson kid was awful the justin shorter i know looks people are liking him a little bit more uh in the bills camp and all that big body dude uh like Shorter's not really a guy like he's he's more like a colin johnson tier guy he's just kind of big and can do some basic receiver stuff um but yeah florida just has not had the talent and uh and certainly a few guys there they're not making the most of they're bad bad Besides AR, who else am I all in on that maybe others aren't? Uh, we Watson and Pickens have been my two biggest ones. Jalen Warren. Uh, so nothing that nobody's caught up on or that nobody hasn't caught up on. Roshan would be another, just based on my exposures. I will show you guys my my exposures at the end. But uh, I would say the big ones would be Watson, Pickens, Warren, um, and I guess Roshan. That'd be my my four besides AR. Yeah. Um, And Pittman, as a result of the Richardson bet, I think is good. Still, people, I think, are too happy to get Alec Pierce with him. And Alec Pierce is fine. Like, I think Alec Pierce will give you some, you know, five for 80 kind of days where he breaks one long touchdown. I think that's certainly in Alec Pierce's bag. But if you're looking for 150-yard days, like, Pittman's the guy. Uh, just a matter of, like, how often is AR going to supply those? But I think there'll be more of them. If he keeps a 30% plus target share, he had 33%, I think, maybe a little bit more than that, depending on who's counting it uh, in the preseason. I think Pittman is the guy that just has been undervalued, especially uh, as a stack partner with AR. And uh, that's the one that I, I do think is going to look pretty good. All right. On the clock here. Can't get my guys. <laughs> Can't get any Dolphins. What do we do? Just need quality at running back at this point, And I don't think Zeke is it. So we will take Roshan man, just this pocket, like, what is, who are these players? Like, I mean, I know who they are, obviously, but like there is not a single guy on the screen unless you are stacking Kenny Pickett up, unless you're stacking Russ up, which I, I guess we kind of are, but not really. Um, just nobody in this range is appealing now. Really awful spot in the 12th round. Like here, here's your choices. Van Jefferson or Adam Thielen. Do you want somebody to piss on you or shit in your mouth? Which, <laughs> which do you prefer? Michael Gallup. Even Mingo. I've never been a big Mingo guy. Uh, I get the draft capital thing, but tough pocket. Ryan, the AR train with you, Spags. There we go. I appreciate it. I think you'll all be rewarded for it at some point, at least once this year, <laughs> but I think it'll just be a fun point. Fun point of things to see. Kind of like Hull better than Jackson. Uh, people liked Hole at the Senior Bowl. I, I just have real aversion to guys that weren't even good at, like, a mid-school that they were at. Like, he was at Northwestern. Obviously, Northwestern does play some real teams, uh, but he just, like, wasn't a plus rusher, was okay as a pass catcher, Um, but is a guy that can carry volume, did carry volume in college, so it's possible that he wins that job. I think Deion Jackson's probably got a little more juice, personally, but um, they just spent the draft capital, and it's the current regime who spent that draft capital on Evan Hull, so that probably does matter a little bit more. All right, Brock Purdy goes... Uh, The Dantino going with a three QB build, maybe kind of ruining. No, he's got enough, I guess. Weakening himself out a little bit at receiver, and taking Jamal and Zeke is pretty tough. Uh, All right. just Not not even a running back on the board. I'm not going to reach for Jeff Wilson at this point. (laughs) Good God, man. What, What are you people doing to me? Let's just take Dalton Schultz as a value, I guess. Second tight end off the board. That's fine. Team so far, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what is? what are these ADPs? Why is there nobody even remotely draftable for two straight picks? At QB, we've got Lamar and AR, at running back, Bijan, Zamaje Pirine, Elijah Mitchell, Roshan Johnson, T. Higgins, Brandon Auk, Terry McLaurin, Zay Flowers and Michael Pittman that rounds out the receiver room. And then a tight end, Travis Kelsey and Dalton Schultz. Yeah, that's a, that is a value hound, I guess. A Good value on Dalton Schultz, but fuck, like what? Also, so the guy that Dalton Schultz was splitting uh, touches with or splitting routes with in a preseason game, uh, Dalton Keene, got cut. So does Dalton Schultz now, does he have the full role again? I don't know how that works out. Um, but Dalton Schultz maybe had some bad signal out there. Uh, I think the social media people were very quick to kind of throw the throw the dirt on him because he was splitting uh, routes in that first. Actually, I think that was the only preseason game he was really out there meaningfully for. Um but yeah, Schultz probably came down for reasons that were not correct. So I think taking Schultz here looks pretty good. <sighs> fucking team. This fucking team. So i going to see how the real teams are in the Big Ten once USC joins the conference next year without Caleb. Yeah, I mean, they have a really nice uh, young guy behind him, Malachi Nelson, who should be, I think that's his last name, uh, should be really good. I, I don't want to confuse him with Malachi Flynn, who is a, a fun point guard in NFL, NBA DFS for a while for the Raptors. Um But yeah, I think that Flynn should be good. Like, they're going to keep going, man. Like, I I think they're better um, than most of the Big Ten teams. Like, it's really, they have to compete with OSU. And I think they would have beaten Michigan last year. Um, But I don't know. I don't think Michigan's, I think Michigan's a little bit of a paper tiger. OSU, at least, like, they keep getting real guys. And then this year with Marvin Harrison, uh, thankfully, USC probably won't be seeing Marvin Harrison next year. Uh, So that'll be a positive. Well, I was gonna hop in a draft or two today, if this room is making me rethink that. Yeah, this is not this has not been a fun room. <laughs> like, I try to make it so every time we're doing a draft, like I try to keep it fun. Hopefully, you guys feel the same way. If you're watching this, this has not been fun for me. This is not especially like trying to do dolphins. I can't get a fucking single dolphin no matter where they're aligned. <laughs> like it's it's not the best, not my favorite, but we'll survive. Still building like a competent team. Like we still got our stacks, still got things like you know we're okay on that front, but. Good God. Alec Pierce will round out the double stack here for Indianapolis. That's perfectly fine by me. No surprises there. We'll see what we get back. I feel like, honestly, should I just take, I'm just going to take Ackman. Like, I'm not going to take Wilson here. Fuck it. I think Wilson is actually a guy that you might be willing to draft. um, 16th round, 17th round. Um, I don't mind it. Like, he's not going to be out the year. It does seem like based on what his agent said, Jeff Wilson is not going to be out the year. Uh, the, the risk, though, is just that Jeff Wilson is a journeyman kind of guy, a guy who barely made it onto the Niners roster that McDaniels brought him over uh, because of the fact that he was so good on the Niners. Um, but it's very possible that Wilson like doesn't have a job for real if these guys play well, if A-Chain plays well, if Ahmed plays well, filling it, if Mostert stays healthy and plays well. So I think there's certainly a risk profile of Jeff Wilson, but... He's not like dead, like they, like he didn't, he didn't pass away. He didn't go out for the year, like Tim Patrick's injury. So I do think that people are maybe a little bit too gun shy on taking Wilson, um, but I'm not going to take him here. That, that said, I'll, I'll push him if we can. All right. And, and then you look at this board and it's like, just take Jeff Wilson, right? <laughs> There's just nothing appealing at this point in the board. Shahid is okay. Shaheed, I do think, is a better and best ball guy who has fallen a little bit too much uh, because he's going to give you a couple spike weeks. Same thing for Taysom that we've talked about on here. Really do need a running back. I mean, is this a Dion Jackson team? I, I think that Jonathan Taylor comes back and comes back to the Colts. But Dion kind of makes sense here, no matter what, just given the bet on Indianapolis. Yeah, let's take Dion. see if we can push Jeff Wilson. I might be willing to take Jeff Wilson on the way back. But Dion Jackson will be added to this luminary roster we have so far of Lamar Jackson, Anthony Richardson, uh, Brian Robinson, P. Ryan, Elijah Mitchell, Roshan Johnson, Dion Jackson, who now I had to take at 173, which feels repulsive. At receiver, T. Higgins, Brandon Auk, Terry McLaurin, Zay Flowers, Michael Pittman, Alec Pearson, and we have our lead tight end, Travis Kelsey, Dalton Schultz, Maybe you can get a Tennessee. No, what what Tennessee bringbacks even left? Tyj Spears goes the top 150. Boy, maybe I'm not glad that I <laughs> that I used up all my bullets and I'm on my final four. Same here, Dobby. You are witnessing my fourth draft left. Uh, got two more to go here on stream today, though. So you can draft along with me if you want. Underdog, of course. If you haven't signed up for some reason for Underdog, uh, do it now. Not going to be overlay in BBM. It is going to fill uh, if not tomorrow, uh, probably by Monday. Uh, But either way, though, use that promo code. If you are new to underdog, check it out. And if you have uh, drafted all your teams in underdog, I would say uh, go hit DRAFTERS as well. Use that promo code SPLASH on DRAFTERS. $100 deposit match for you. And uh, also a 20% deposit match up to 500 bucks if you are a redepositor on DRAFTERS. So check that out. Uh, that's the promo code SPLASH100. And of course, promo code SPLASH if you are a new sign up on there. And also, if you're new around here, make sure you subscribe down below. Hit the like button. Leave a comment if you're watching after the fact. I'll reply to the comments, even if it is a holiday weekend. Um, I'm going to be around doing stuff. Got to make ribs for the, the in-laws tomorrow. Uh, but besides that, And I got to try to not go hang out with my wife's friend today (laughs) at the pool. Uh, So we'll see how it goes. Wondering if Wilson's going to fall back to me. Knowing how this room is gone, Wilson will go two picks before I'm ready to take him. That'd be my guess. At this point, I'm wondering, like, do you take Ahmed just to get unique? Like if you're trying to build a weirdo dolphin team, because it kind of feels like maybe that's the case. Like Maybe I shouldn't even be wanting Wilson. I don't know. But getting Jeff Wilson at the 16th feels okay. And then we could take, take Barrios. <laughs> then we can take Durham Smythe. And we can call the Dolphin, this Dolphin stack. Call it a day for it. Come on. What's Chaos Haffy going to do? Which is a fun name. All right, Chaos Toffee allows us this privilege of drafting Jeff Wilson. Who am I to look the gift horse in the mouth? Jeff Wilson, come on down. Team so far, Lamar, Anthony. We got a dolphin in the dolphin stack, and he's the one that's not playing for at least four weeks. Yay! (claps) Woo! Ah! We did it, gang. (laughs) Team so far, Lamar and Anthony Richardson at QB, Brian Robinson, Samaje Pirai and Elijah Mitchell, Roshan Johnson, Dion Jackson, and Jeff Wilson. You can make the case this is actually a seven RB build. Uh wide receiver, T. Higgins, Brandon A. Terry McLaurin, Zay Flowers, Michael Pittman, and Alec Pierce. Somehow I feel like the receivers got worse <laughs> as the draft went on, even as we added a guy. Uh Travis Kelsey, Dalton Schultz at tight end. This, I think, is one of those drafts, guys, that we will file away as. It's a team. It's a team. Team is just full of dolphins. <laughs> chock full of it. Look, we're going to get three by the end of this draft, right? <sighs> and like Smythe honestly barely makes sense of this build. If we're <laughs> like, we're being real about it. Like Smythe, what is, what is Smythe going to add over Kelsey and Schultz? I guess maybe Durham Smythe has this one spike week that allows me to carry Travis Kelsey into, into a higher playoff round. Uh, that's a possibility, but woof zap is slick, and the free hundo is nice. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. All right, 2662. We got Dolphins. We're flushing Dolphins right now. On the clock. Let's just here. Let's look up Miami. It literally is Durham, Smythe, and Braxton Berrios are our options here, huh? All right. You know what? I think Berrios is more important to this build. <laughs> Than Smythe is because we don't really need the tight end play, but we'd like to get some more correlation in our Dolphin stack. So, Braxton Berrios, maybe the first time he's been taken in the 17th round, love to be a history maker here on Splash Play. That's the goal. Uh, so, Braxton Berrios in our Dolphin stack. The, is this going to be the only Dolphin stack this year where somebody's really proud to build it and they roll out Jeff Wilson, Braxton Berrios, and Durham Smythe? I think it, it must be. Robbie Anderson, Chosen Anderson, no longer an option. He got cut. All the people who touted him. I was never on the Chosen. I don't even think I have a single share of of old, of old Robbie Chosen. Got Chosen, none in BBM. Chose, wow. I legitimately did not draft a single share of him. Go, 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 spags. How much Berrios do I have? I think I have a few of him 2.3% Barrios. 0.7%. One entry in BBM. Now, two. Now, two Braxton Berrios entries. Killing it. What if, uh, oh boy, I've not said this guy's name out loud before. What if Eric Izu Kanma is the guy you need? I know he's in the mix. I mean, I would think that them cutting Robbie Chosen Anderson would be a positive thing for him. Uh, obviously, you know, you're playing, I think with Anderson, you were always playing a really narrow outcome where last year we saw like Trent Sherfield kind of get some reps out there, uh, be a guy who they could use in some gimmicky routes. Like I think Braxton Berrios is a better version of that for Miami where he can run those gimmicky routes, have some upside. will also be returning like punts and maybe kicks too. Uh, so definitely a guy that has some upside theoretically, uh, but chosen Anderson, like the best shot for him was to be the backup to Tyreek and the backup to waddle. And, like, we saw that he couldn't do that anymore last year in two different spots. So I would not, like, I never thought that chosen Anderson was a good play. Um, not that Barrios is, but I think if you are desperate for Miami, like, correlation, I think Barrios has always made some degree of sense, whereas, like, I think people were forcing it with Rob, with old Robbie. Handcuff Wilson. Interesting take. You can make the case that adding Ahmed here would make more sense than another tight end. But I do love Durham Smythe. They did get rid of, I know people were like, oh, what about Elijah Higgins? Elijah Higgins got cut too. So he's, he's not even an option now for Miami. So they legit are just going to roll with Durham Smythe out there, probably blocking a lot more than he's catching passes, but um, definitely possibly see Durham Smythe just have random two touchdown games uh, just because of the fact that like, w- if you're stopping Miami, what are you selling out for? You're selling out to stop Tyreek, you're selling out to stop Waddle, you're selling out to stop whoever's going to be in a running back. Uh, you're not selling out to stop Durham Smythe. So I think that bodes well. And he'll probably be in a lot of those play action plays, which of course uh, BBM th- uh, three winner, Pat Corain has pointed out as a big uh, part of tight end upside. So I think I'm going to go Smythe. I think I'm going to go Smythe. Savon Ahmed. <laughs> but again, not a bad 18th round pick. If Wilson didn't fall so perfectly to me, I think I would have been more willing to go Ahmed. Oh, kids' football game. Good luck, Aaron. Shouts all the dads out there doing dad stuff. I'm out here doing dad stuff too. I'm making money for my child. <laughs> team review, final team. Lamar Jackson, Anthony Richardson. This is our dolphin stack, of course. Brian Robinson, Samaje Pirine, Elijah Mitchell, Roshan Johnson, Deion Jackson, Jeff Wilson, <sighs> Receiver, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Terry McLaurin, Zay Flowers, Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce, Braxton, Berrios. Tight End, Travis Kelsey, Dalton Schultz, Durham Smythe. This team can advance. Is this team a world beater? I don't know. But again, any team can fucking make it work. This is best ball. So it is what it is. We'll accept it. Let's spin the wheel again. Uh, I'll enter the draft room first. Let's we'll time this out. So play along with me in Underdog, User a Good, splash, all that. And let me pull up the draft room. We've got a bunch of spots. So if you get in now, you'll be able to draft with me. Let's go back to the wheel and see which of the final two teams I'll be drafting, even though I should probably just pick one. <laughs> Let's do it. The wheel is just, the wheel is fair. Bears. Bears will be easy. I do bears and I don't even have to do bears. (laughs) That sounded, somebody could clip that and really make me look like a man who's saying something completely different for myself. (laughs) But we are going to do bears. I don't even have to have quotation marks this time. Hopefully we'll actually be able to stack bears. The main thing here, oh, I'm at the two hole. Okay, so you know what? Should be able to get more in fields at a little bit of an increased cost, but I should be able to get them on the way back. So we will get a share Jamar Chase. We will then look to reach for fields and more at 23 and 25 because I'm not going to push it to 47, I don't think. Could push it to 47. But let's not be a hero. Let's not be a hero. We're stacking bears. Stacking bears. Win the million, pay for one year of college, but it's, no god. Honestly, if, if college were a million dollars, I'd be like, dude, don't go. Like, don't, just start a job. Just start. Go make content like Daddy. Go fucking go post yourself. Like, I don't know. I would really like him to get into internet content, not as like a stage parent, but just because I think you could do that and be barely competent as a kid. And if you do it for long enough, you'll be in a pretty good spot. Justin Jefferson goes. Jamar Chase share. Yeah. We got him. We got him, gang. That's going to bring me to a whole, let's see. Jamar Chase. Oh, we're at 4.1% tomorrow. Will we maybe get close to five? Possibly. I've gotten so few 102s. I don't even know. That's possible. That was few 102s as I have. Will I ever be able to hop into a stream draft? The world may never know. It's hard. It's hard to do. Hard to time it out rather see you do a bear stack. Okay, so let's talk about the bear stack. So the main thing that I've beaten into everybody's head every time I've talked about Justin Fields and DJ Moore is if you're taking these guys, like I think you want to make that bet together. Uh, Just because Fields was an under league average QB in terms of EPA per drop back in terms of passing DVOA last year, All it takes is for him to get to average. If he gets to average, that's how you see DJ Moore have a year that justifies his ADP. So inherently, if you're taking DJ Moore at ADP, you're already making a bet on Justin Fields. So just make the bet on Justin Fields. So that's the whole thing. And that doesn't even account for just the week-to-week upside that Fields has. The, The ceiling that we know is there, which he had while, again, being a terrible QB. If he is a league average QB, he might be QB one this year. Like that's just it. Like if you, if it's rushing maintains as it is, which it should, if anything, it should get more potent. If not, maybe a little bit lower in volume, you would think. Um, but I think that's the main thing with fields is that it takes so little for him to take a tremendous leap. And if he just is trusted to get the ball downfield and with targets, that can hopefully do it. Tyler Scott's a nice addition. Darnell Mooney was better last year than he probably had a right to be in that crappy offense. Uh, so I do think having DJ Moore there, like it just makes the whole thing make sense. So um, if you're stacking bears, like the only safe bet is probably more in fields. You could add Komet onto that. And as I've talked about it, running back, I get the rise for Herbert. I think the bet is still Roshan Johnson. He is my biggest bet. He was as good as Bijan Robinson was at Texas, just a lot less volume. Uh, but you go to the Bears, I think that he's going to have a lot of upside. It already seems like he'll be the passing down back. If not, though, he's going to earn that role over the course of a year. So my ideal Bear stack would be Fields Moore. I think you can attack Komet on. And then one of the running backs, my preference would be Roshan, but Herbert would be fine. And Foreman is now basically free because I think people are afraid of him. He it does seem like he's lost the role to Roshan. Does seem like he's lost absolutely has lost the starting job to Khalil Herbert. Uh, but I think Foreman is still draftable too, like in the same way that Wilson is still draftable for the Dolphins. So there we go. It happened. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Really? You, you, I got to tell you, man, I, on stream especially, I don't think I've gotten a single share of Jamar Chase on stream. Like I just don't think it's happened. Absolutely crazy. Just woke up and about to go get coffee. GM to the Squirt Squad. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Yes, shout out to all you guys hanging out here. Hope you guys are having a great weekend no matter what you're doing. Again, uh, should be nice and uh, not incredibly hot on the East Coast. So, again, if you're trying to go to the pool, I don't want to go to the pool when it's 60 out. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. 38% Roshan. There we go. That's a lot of Roshan. Uh, my highest exposures, I have kept under 30% across every site. Uh, that was a choice that I tried to make around 25%. Uh, but some guys like Christian Watson, I, I just couldn't avoid. Uh, Eli Mitchell on DraftKings, I'll have more than 25% as well. Uh, but definitely, you know, trying to cap yourself on your exposures, I think, does make some amount of sense just because there are so many ways this can go wrong. I've made the analogy countless times, but you guys know the classic Simpson softball episode where all these things befall MLB players who are playing as ringers on Mr. Burns' softball team. Um, that's basically what NFL season is where you get through 17 weeks, even if you get through, like I had teams last year that advanced that were looking pretty good, but then Hayden Hurst went out in week 15 and week 16. And it's like, this mattered a lot more to me than I would have thought was ever possible in August and July and September. Uh, so, you know, that's sort of how it goes. Just, I'm going to keep in mind that, uh, best ball is, uh, it's not about your position right now. It's about just getting bullets to the end. And sometimes if you're overexposed, uh, that could leave you in a, a bad spot. All right. Let's, so we're really going to take, am I really going to take fields ahead of all the elite QBs? Oh, uh, we got it. We got to push fields, right? Can I push fields? I'll push fields to 26 and I'll try to push more to 47. So let's get one more upside guy in here. Let's get Calvin Ridley. I may regret it. I may have to do the field stack without more but I just don't think it makes sense to reach so much for both these guys because we're going to get duped by people that have them at much lower. I got fields at 60 the other day on underdog. So I am a little bit reluctant to go too crazy there. Go more first then fields. Ugh, all right. I guess all the elite QBs are on the boards. So this room is not showing that it is too crazy about elite QBs. So we're going to take DJ Moore here at 26, and then hopefully we'll get fields at 47. Feels risky. A lot of not badges in this room. I think that this might be wrong. I, I think that Fields might go before we come back. But I cannot justify burning 23 and 26 on Fields and more. So we'll see. All right, Steve agrees. All right, so you guys were saying it. It's not strawberry though. And that's all that matters. True, Strawberry was enough. So that's again, a best ball analogy there. Sometimes Daryl strawberry can be enough to carry you through. Sometimes you have Joe Burrow and Trey Lance. Like I did last year and he still finished top 200, even though Joe Burrow doesn't play his week 17 game. So there we go. All right, here we, here it is. Here's the crush. This is what I was worried about, but if we, we took more. It's going to be frustrating here mild meatball so mild meatball is not meat wad to be clear we have different meat based characters uh, in our lives here on the splash play draft we have a mild. i would be you on know, spicy meatball <laughs> that's what i'd prefer fields at 60 what the rest of that team look like it was pretty good i don't i mean i i marked it i'll just read it out loud i guess i could probably pull it up on screen but i won't uh <laughs> i've already got my phone open Uh, The team included Fields, Wilson. I also got 14 picks after ADP, AJ Dillon, Zach Charbonnet, Hank Bigsby, Eli Mitchell, uh, Jeff Wilson at 180, Kendry Miller, 181. So I scooped the injuries there. That was one where I got Cooper Cup at 12. So this room was just kind of, I don't know. It was a little bit weird, but got Cooper Cup at 12, Amon Ra, Christian Watson, Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Terrace Marshall, Kyle Pitts, Cole Komett. And I went Adam Troutman to get weird there. But yes, Fields at 60 was the big part. But getting Fields at 60 and then also getting Cup at 12 uh, felt like a pretty unique pairing to have overall. So I felt pretty good about that. Don't think you were ever getting both. Okay, so wait, Brian, we're... No, okay. No, you never mind. It was, it was the other guy who said go more and then Fields will fall. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to make assumptions for this room. We really just got to get through these guys here these guys don't reach for fields right now Then we only have one guy to really worry about barring somebody doing stupid um but we'll see this is now going to be a sweat to see a field i gotta take off the jersey nobody reminded me i didn't draft ar ah not allowed to wear it unless the current draft fucking cock oh fields at 37 hunter hunter suck up <laughs> I'm throwing the hat I'm throwing the hat <laughs> I I just I'm putting on the bread hat this is frustrating <sighs> fields obviously a more important part of a, of a bear stack than DJ Moore and I let you fucks talk me to take a DJ Moore first Ugh. Whatever. It's fine. I'm above the field on fields. Let's look at my exposures. And BBM, I'm at 8.2% field. So this would have been nice to get one more share of fields. 8.2% field, 6.2% more. So I do need more of more. God damn it. Also, the banner makes no sense. (laughs) Spag stacks, bear stacks. spag stacks bears i'm gonna put in quotation marks again this makes me feel better makes me feel like i'm not misrepresenting myself there we go spag stacks bears why did i why 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 (laughs) the spag stacks is a concept we're gonna go back in the lab for spag stacks next year and it's gonna be something that makes me suffer slightly less I think what it'll have to be is like, I just do, I just draft and then whatever team it ends up being, it ends up being, I can't, I can't do this wheel anymore and leave it in the whims of guys. We're going to fucking, of Hunter suck out Hunter sucks. All right. Hunter, Hunter sucks it more like it <sighs> just up on a Saturday morning, trying to get some drafts out, trying to get my spag stacks and I can't do it. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Ugh. Motherfuckers. At least we'll get Joe Burrow in our bear stack, potentially. Fucking dildos. Rip, rip. And what a cuck indeed. What a cuck indeed. <sighs> and it's like, I'm going to pass up Joe Burrow here for what? For a share of Deontay Johnson. Who needs that? Who wants that? I mean, proud USC Trojan, Adam. Hence this blanket. There we go. Fight on. That's what I do here on stream every day. I clock in and I fight on. I fight the fuck on. We're going to use the full phrasing there. <sighs> All right. Joe Burrow. Best way to build a bear stack to not trust Justin Fields. That guy, he's not even a league average quarterback. <laughs> How can you trust him? I also, I absolutely hate the bet on DJ Moore without fields. I think it's pointless. Like, because basically if you have DJ Moore without fields, you basically need a QB, you can beat fields. So Burrow can beat fields. That, that part's fine. Um, so this build makes sense. But if you're taking more without fields, you're just putting yourself against all the more fields teams that went uh, sometimes cheaper. Sometimes it was a chalky stack. There are parts of the early parts of BBM. So you're probably going to get some super teams. Um, so that is why in particular too, why I didn't want to reach for fields and more. Um, but also like just a bet on more by himself is just useless, just a useless bet. (laughs) I am a Caleb Williams fan. He's great. He's great. The one throw that he had against Utah where he's getting pressured, he threw off his back foot through that bomb was just absolutely sums up what he is. I do think he might throw himself into some jams. Uh, I, I, you know, it's one of those things where I'm not like I'm not Mr. College Football. Like I did a good job I think breaking through the data um when we did it on stream last year or you know in the beginning part of this year in January I think we analyzed and identified really important rookies who've been crucial to the fantasy football drafting process. That stuff is good. Um throughout the year though, I think that sometimes people like watch one player and then watch a few things he does and like Caleb Williams a running quarterback and it's like no, he's not really a running quarterback. He's a quarterback who runs as part of what he does, but um, he's not like Anthony Richardson. He's just kind of a different player. He's more of a Mahomes who runs slightly more, slightly better. Um, but let's scale Williams numbers. I do have in my sheet uh, cause I was curious to see 1% interception rate last year, which is batshit insane. That would put him uh, better than every rookie coming in besides Hendon hooker and Clayton tune um, 0.293 EPA per drop back. That would make him better than Bryce young uh, better than Will Levis, better than AR uh, not quite as good as Stroud, but basically better than everybody besides Stetson Bennett and Stroud. Um, Under 10 yards, positive. yeah, he's actually really good at short throws. Uh, Positive EPA of 0.16 EPA per throw under 10 yards. A little bit less good downfield, but still good at every part of the field. So he would have been a guy that, like last year, I would have comfortably touted. Uh, But he is a negative EPA per rusher, has a 31% avoided tackle rate. That's good, but a negative 0.09 EPA per rush. So uh, he's just not like, he's not that much of a rusher. So if we're going to critique him, that's one that I think right away, if you hear anybody say, oh, Caleb Williams is such a great running QB, Just file them away as being incorrect. Um, But he does so many fun things. So he's a fun player. I'm worried about USC's defense overall. Um, A little bit less talent at receiver this year as well. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. Obviously losing Addison, who was a first-round pick, is going to do that, even though Addison was kind of an underperformer. Uh, But USC's live to make the playoff. That's what I'm hoping for. It's just hard. It's always been hard for me as a USC fan because when I went to college it was the Bush liner years and Carson Palmer made the Orange Bowl when I was a freshman and that was when they turned everything around under Pete Carroll. So, I've now seen the highs and since then, uh it's been just a lot of lows and like or a lot of flirting with being good and that's uh that's that's tough for me. I could take Tyson Bagent. <laughs> for my fair stack. I will not take Tyson Badgett on the thesis that Justin Fields gets hurt or gets sucked into a vortex. I guess that'd be the other way that Tyson Badgett could start. Tyler saying next year, spin the wheel twice, and you pick one of the two teams depending on your draft position. I could still end up in a spot, though, where I don't have the guys in line naturally. We'll figure it out. we got a lot of time to plan next offseason's content. The one thing that I do know, though, is my goal next year is going to be uh, a draft every day. (laughs) It's going to be – that's what I'm going to try to pull off like literally 7 days a week I think is what I'm going to try to do. So just fucking go balls to the wall from day 1 is what I'm hoping to accomplish here on the channel. But we'll see. Got a whole football season to get through first. So we'll get that get that first. We'll also be uh dabbling and run the Sims. Uh Sims this year, talked to my boy Justin over there. He was also one of our advisors, I probably uh, probably, hopefully we'll be getting the fucking link out to the waitlist today. Uh, though we had some bugs pop up last night that I'm waiting to hear back from our CTO on. So we don't get the link out today. It'll hopefully come before the end of this holiday weekend. But another frustration for your old pal spag for sleepy spags is to deal with a lot of work things on a holiday weekend. I don't know if you know what Tim the Tatman as I do. Uh, he has a Caleb Williams signed USC helmet nearly jizzed when I saw it on a stream. Wow. Okay. Tim the Tatman's got a lot of money to burn. So if anybody's gonna have a <laughs> signed Caleb Williams helmet, it should be him. But kudos to that guy. Uh we've got Trevor Lawrence falling. As I've mentioned, you take Calvin Ridley and Trevor Lawrence just falls. Guy before me takes him because he's got nothing. Oh, this is fucking rooms. All right. What makes sense here? Besides me continuing <laughs> to suffer. James Cook looks okay. Gabe Davis, Mike Williams. Let's just get Gabe here. Upside wide receiver five. Um, With this particular build where we are so loaded at receiver, uh, Chase, Ridley, Moore, Johnson, these are all kind of floor production guys. We're going to have good median productions every week. Um, Davis is just a pure upside play for me. And I think, you know what? Like we're just getting fucked on bears anyway. Let's just make this a pure zero RB team. So we're doing a radicalized zero RB here. Joe Burrow at QB, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Gabe Davis, and Mike Evans. Goal will be to not take another receiver until at least the 15th round. And now we'll go on our run at running back. Now we'll go on our run at tight end. And hopefully we'll get some good pockets here because I don't think, yeah, I don't think there are any zero RB teams in here. Yeah. Maybe this one's TD vultures close, but not quite. All right. All right. He's mad, mad, I tell you. I'm just, this has been dejecting. <laughs> this has been really discouraging to do this draft. Like, part of me is now just like, should I just do the 150 draft, like, 12 o'clock tonight? In the hopes of just getting some drunks in the room? I don't know. But I am going to try to do the draft on stream tomorrow. I made a, made a commitment. I already made a thumbnail. I made a sick thumbnail where it looks really big. So I got to do that. Here's the, here's the thumbnail I made, which looks like the other ones, but... Again, it's really big. Wait, oh, Mike's moving. Hold on. Here's the thumbnail I made. Wow. Number 150. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so I got to use the thumbnail that I spent literal minutes making. Ugh, but tough way for Spag Sacks to go out. And now we're going on a running back run in the room. Just no no luck today. No love for our, for your boy Spags. cold water is so great oh my God how do people not drink water oh SPAC's tilts is priceless should be on tilts with Pete yeah and gm to our guy mark shouts everybody joining late here uh we're going got one more draft after this one uh where you can watch me get kicked in the dick trying to take Eagles next uh that's gonna be a that'll be another fun one at least the Eagles in line in a way though where like I can get that I I, I think I can get that unless I get 101 I don't know but yes, the football. Uh, here we go. The degree football is in fact here because I do know ball. I've forgotten to indicate that I know ball by holding up a football for you guys. But here we go. Proof that I know ball. Look, I'm waving it around, tucking it. Oh, he's tucking it. He's running it. Boom, boom. What DFS contests am I prioritizing? Uh, same as last year, showdowns and main slate. Um, probably will not do, uh, afternoon stuff. Probably will not do Sunday night football again, just cause that's, unless I'm chasing, unless I feel like I am either doing really well or was close to breaking through in the early slate and I want to run it out for Sunday night football, but usually do Monday night football, usually do Thursday night football, pretty heavy. And then, um, and then the Sunday main slate. So that's my preferred way to play. Uh, but content wise, we'll be doing, uh, I'll be doing the same stuff that I did last year for the most part. And then we'll see, uh, you know, ride or die picks. Hopefully we'll be back, but we'll figure that stuff out. Got to, got to work through Pete's schedule. Got to work through my schedule. Maybe I should drink to offset the rest of these people. Maybe I should. I did think about Irishing up a coffee this morning because we had some coffee left in the pot, but I'm not a coffee drinker. And again, have not eaten this morning. And I, sometimes if I drink coffee and don't eat, uh, I get throw upy. <laughs> so I'm not a big coffee drinker. Don't do well with caffeine. Thank you Jeff. Jeff knows I know ball as indicated by me holding this football, waving it around. And also again, protect it. You don't you have not seen me fumble this ball on stream once. Like I don't know if that's my fumble rate here. It's incredibly low. You'll always have the Squirt Squad standing behind you, which is better than standing behind the Squirt Squad. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. I'm glad to have the Squirt Squad here. Uh, I wish the squad were in this room with me right now. wish all of you were in here drafting with me, going, Hey, go ahead, have, have Justin Fields at a reasonable price tag. That would be great. Said so we have, let's see, what's Hunter done with Justin Fields? Is, is Justin Fields in a good home? That's the question we always ask when we get sniped at QB. Uh, he's got he's paired with Kyle Pitts for week 17, so that's fun. Uh, but obviously, no other stacking partners thus far, uh, for Justin Fields. So I would say currently. Justin Fields has not gone to a good home. Justin Fields is being abused in, by Hunter Suckett. Thank you. There you go. This is how I would hold anybody's balls out there. And then i go, yeah, like crush them. <laughs> if you ever have, if you ever asked me to hold your balls, you better get ready for crushed balls. <laughs> Romeo Dobbs goes in 91. Why? I don't know romeo dobbs is hurt people are now not taking romeo dobbs because of him being hurt but shemp devil says now i gotta buy the dip but ahead of adp substantially what a fucking dumb shit (laughs) sorry for the chat shemp devil uh maybe he's doing a classic uh three stooges style comedy like shemp like the original shemp larry shemp Drinking on a stomach is my preferred way to vacation. Go to an all-inclusive. What you want to do is start drinking in the morning. Uh, Then you go to the lunch buffet deal or whatever, restaurant if you want. Uh, But you could do that. That's the move, man. Make the most. Make that alcohol count, and then you load up on food, and you feel less bad about it. Everybody wins. We're on the clock, though. Uh, We do have this micro bet on Jacksonville, and the guy, of course, who needed Trevor Lawrence so bad doesn't take the tight end with him. So let's take our tight end. Take Evan Ingram in our bear stack (laughs) what a farce all right so we have a 1061 we need running backs i started with brian robinson last time let's start this one with antonio gibson why not Yeah, drinking on an empty stomach is more economical that is true makes you what and then you can make the joke like oh i guess i a cheap date ha 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 <laughs> which is always fun uh, to make when you get drunk easily <laughs> oh boy <laughs> i'm not even gonna <laughs> i'm even gonna read that one out loud <laughs> i will pull it up though to show that we i guess we can still make those jokes here in the chat jo- all right, so the team so far, let's read it out. Let's let's get in the zone here. We got Joe Burrow, we got Antonio Gibson. What better RB1 do you need than Antonio Gibson? Remember when he was good that one time three years ago? And he's back, baby. <laughs> Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Gabe Davis, Mike Evans, and Evan Ingram at tight end. So we got to go in a run at running back, but we are well-equipped to do so now. Not sure if you know this, but August is natural unstacked QB sniping awareness month. Carries over into September. Would not be a surprise. Certainly, uh that is the name of the game here, drafting with people that are maybe not as uh, you know, as well versed in the world of drafting as you guys in the chat as I am as a tra- as a streamer of these things. Uh but definitely the time of year where you just got to be willing to let every QB go. If they come back to you great, if they don't, that's football. And at a certain point, you do have to just take a QB. So <laughs> That's the other part of the other side of the equation here is that uh, you get sniped on every QB you want, and then you just go, well, I guess I could talk myself into a Desmond Ritter Mac Jones build. What if those are the guys you need, really? <laughs> and they won't be, but what if they are, you know? So I got to approach things. Are we talking about fantasy football names? I think both of those are pushing the line, unless you are a person of color for the latter. <laughs> but I appreciate the concept. <laughs> A, it is it is a funny name, but I'm not even gonna say it. Uh it could be your draft room is all making stoner streams, and you are the only one not high. That could be it. That could be it. Though I wasn't like sniping anybody when I was doing the, the stone stream, I was just I was just vibing. I was having a good time <laughs> getting nihilist about best ball. That's what I do There's a guy who knows ball. Pat Freermuth goes, let's see what Hunter sucks. Hunter sucks it. <laughs> let's see what he's gonna do. Probably something stupid. It's amazing that I went on this zero RB run, like really took all those receivers and somehow yet the running back pocket is not favoring me in any way. Like Charbonnet, this guy took Charbonnet and Jalen Warren at the turn. So I had to take Antonio fucking Gibson. Dalvin Cook goes at 102. so not even a big value in Dalvin Cook. The one thing that's always a value. Oh good, yeah, Hunter Suckett needed Dak Prescott with the seam. You've only got three receivers, but you need Dak Prescott and Justin Fields. Oh, he's got Odell. Oh, he's he solved it. <laughs> don't worry about Hunter. Hunter's Hunter's got it all figured out. Odell will be the thing. Odell and Michael Thomas. You are drafting the twenty eighteen team. Crushing. Oh, Hunter. More like Hunter. <laughs> I don't say the c word often on streams. I think I get that one. Anyway, it seems stupid. <laughs> I'm getting nihilist about best ball again just because of Hunter's drafting and what he's choosing to do to me here. Oh, I get it. I think. Look, I think fantasy team names are probably the last vestige of those kind of jokes you can make as a streamer. Though, my like, on <laughs> me, like, oh boy, don't 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 read that one. And I and you guys know I'll read any chat out loud. I usually just pull them up and I assume like oh this guy's probably got something interesting to say. And then I read it like in real time. Uh, <laughs> certain team names though, uh, not not for me to read. Hunter has Odell and Michael Thomas. His team will crush through week two if they're lucky. If they're lucky, this is really the home pits and fields found. I know it's just overgrown grass. Poor Justin Fields can't even go outside because of the grass. There's lawn mowers and sharp objects everywhere. Parts of a plane that once fell in the backyard. Poor Justin Fields gets adopted by Hunter and he just abuses the poor guy. <laughs> he doesn't even feed him. He's only eating mac and cheese and Uncrustables for every meal. Uncrustables are pretty dope though, so I guess it comes out in the wash. Kadarius Tony finally goes at 115. Jesus. i'm hunter don't worry about me i'm locking down my wide receiver core with antonio brown i i know you're not hunter viking nomad but i guess honestly wouldn't be shocked at this point all right one one six one somehow all the running backs are gone we're gonna have to take rashad penny which is which which is fine i I like rashad penny all right we're gonna have to jump at running back here Might be able to get one of the good Miami running backs, though, to make up for not getting any of them last time. That will be pretty sick. Uh, all right, Mitchell. See, like, I, I'm just going to have so much Elijah Mitchell this year, and I think that's just one of the bets. He's probably one of the bets that I don't talk about as much. I have certainly have talked about it, uh, but he's probably, like, a jail and tier bet for me across both platforms, so... Um, team so far, let's read it out so I can try to recalibrate. Of course, the Bears stack that I have going, Joe Burrow, Antonio Gibson, Rashad Penny, Elijah Mitchell, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, uh, Gabe Davis, Mike Evans, Evan Ingram. It's like a solid team, just clearly you know not a Bears stack <laughs> and not, not close to it. Like this is a bad time. There's no bad time to hop back in. There's never a bad time. I'm holding the football. Look at this. Whoa! Oh shit! Stacks comes down with it. All hands, no body with on that one, baby. <laughs> you know, Lamar before Josh Allen. That was why uh, Connor. So if you're coming in here live, so basically we we're trying to build a bear stack. I had a decision to make where I had this these two picks here, twenty three and twenty six. I really didn't want to take Fields because no elite QBs had gone yet besides Mahomes. Thought we could push Fields down to 47. Chat suggested taking DJ Moore as a way to plant the flag for Fields. And then Fields ends up going here at the 12 hole. So yes, Lamar went before Josh Allen. Lamar went before Jalen Hurts. This room has been not the most logical. Um, Though Deep State Comics did do the Andrews Lamar thing that like, this has got to be one of the most duped things that people do in the one hole. Like I've seen it five out of 10 draft rooms um which honestly like it might crush in terms of the advance rates but if you get into week 17 i think there's gonna be a lot of teams floating around with jefferson andrews and lamar and uh that's 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 chalky that's chalky deep state comics though, does build some solid teams gotta give them credit for that I uh, like going Debo and Eli Mitchell on the same team is a bet against CMC. I think we talked about this on the stream before. I think that is literally the bet against CMC. It's a bet that some gadget touches go Debo's way and he has more success with them. Maybe breaks them instead of them being little chip away plays like CMC is going to get. And then also that the Niners are comfortably ahead in enough games uh, where Christian McCaffrey just doesn't get the work. And there was a headline this week as well about the Niners like talking about, again, the same thing that I've talked about all offseason that they're playing for the Super Bowl. They're not going to overwork Christian McCaffrey, so don't expect the Panthers' workload. Um, I think that's the main thing to remember with CMC is that they know they're playing for a Super Bowl. How do you play for a Super Bowl with your oft-injured running back? You don't burn them out. You probably don't give them 20 touches a game um, unless you absolutely need to, unless some must-win game against a divisional rival or a conference team that you're playing uh, potentially for bye week seeding. Uh, but besides that, I just think there's going to be a lot of times where Mitchell ends up with more than 10 touches because it's just like, Why are we going to hurt Christian McCaffrey? Like, why are we going to risk this? It's not my 150th. This is my 148th, I guess. Because then 149 will be the last one. Let me double check that. This is number 148 for me. So we will hit number 149 after this one, and then the goal will be to, to tomorrow morning do number 150. But I'm going to make the event, and basically, if it looks like BBM is going to fill tonight, I will be doing an emergency stream late on Saturday night to get my 150th entry in on stream. Uh, but that is the plan right now. So we will hit a uh, number 149 next with our final SPAG stacks. I mean, trying to grab Eagles and then uh, 150 tomorrow or whenever, whenever we got to do it. I do really 1.1% of teams have Jefferson, Andrews, Lamar. It doesn't feel correct, but the tool has a tool been updated. Cause like, I know on that link on the Bobby stats tool that it has like eight, nine ADPs. Like I have to assume there's been an update. Does anybody know in chat for sure? Uh, Cause I think that's more the badge bros side of things. Um, Cause I would worry about like, I wouldn't treat that tool as that tool as gospel right now. If it hasn't been getting updated the way that it should be. I'm, I'm not sure though. I don't want to speak. no, no. I don't want to say either way. Uh, but I do worry that it has been updated. If that's the case, because I I don't think it'd be one percent. But that would, I guess, be you know roughly one in ten, a little bit more than one in ten times it happens. So maybe, maybe it just happens more in the rooms that I'm self selecting in. I would think it's at least like two to three percent. All right, um, one three six one. Again, we don't really need any of the. Receivers at this point, Raheem Mostert makes sense for this build, though, not because of any Baltimore stuff, but just because we do need a lot of running back firepower. So let's add him in 1461. And then don't you fucking take Roshan. Okay. And then we get Roshan here. Bear stack is back in action. We've got Roshan and more. Uh, some could say the best parts of a bear stack team so far Joe Burrow, Antonio Gibson, Rashad Penny, Elijah Mitchell, Raheem Mostert, Roshan Johnson, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson. Gabe Davis and Mike Evans. Oh my God. Am I going to have to make this a Baker Mayfield team? QB is getting bled out. Fuck. (laughs) I don't think we have to make it a Baker Mayfield team, but that is a possibility. Hi, I love underdog. When's the next drafter stream? Um, probably Tuesday or Monday. One, One of those two. It'll be in the week, though. Not going to be tomorrow. This is all BBM this weekend because BBM is closing. Uh, Drafters though, get in there. Again, promo code. Check it out down below. Use that promo code SPLASH if you're a new sign-up. Lots of overlay going on on drafters. I think they have about 40K, uh, 45K entries to fill if they want to even break even on this tournament. So good shot of there being overlay on there. And again, just delicate prize pool. Delicate. Why did I say delicate? (laughs) It's not a delicate prize pool. It's about as 30 of a prize pool as you can get. 300K to first place in the Drafters Million. And uh, some nice deals as well, they have going. I think it was uh, for every five entries you put into the Drafters Million now, they're giving you one free. So they're really trying hard to fill that one. Uh, so take advantage of that deposit bonus. Uh, you can check the tweet as well uh, on the at Splash Play Pod handle if you want more details. Uh, but promo code SPLASH for new signups on Drafters. Uh, and then promo code SPLASH 100 if you are a redepositor for a 20% match up to 500 bucks after shit itself last night. I did hear about that. I mean, I think they're getting more people on than they ever have before, uh, because of the push from uh, sites like ours. Obviously, ETR also pushing Spike Week pushing, everybody's pushing uh because they, they want to help drafters out. Because again, like the guy Zach at Drafters, really nice guy. Like I, I you know, he, he certainly sold me both through his kindness talking about the app, as well as then seeing the app and it working, at least on mobile, better than DraftKings did by a pretty wide margin. Um, so I think a lot of people are trying to help drafters out, but also like. For consumers, like overlay is the best thing you can do for yourself because basically sites take rake on every tournament you're in, and a tournament where they're not taking rake, let alone potentially putting money in that's not coming from entry fees, uh, there's basically more prize money going in uh, going out than it's coming in. So that's why you draft and overlay things if you can uh, for any DFS site, let alone uh, Best Ball. Uh, let's see. Always being able to get Carr, Juwan, Shahid late is nice. Yeah, not, not happening here, unfortunately. <laughs> but I was thinking that. I was thinking that because of my bet on uh, Mike Evans. But unfortunately, Derek Carr will not be a part of this build. So we will we will pivot as we continue to do <laughs> with everything we try to accomplish here on these draft streams today. It's funny. Like Saturday mornings, I would say, like, I've talked a lot about the late night stuff and how you know, if you're drafting on Underdog, on DraftKings, 9, 10 p.m., like for the most part, you are going to get slightly softer rooms usually um on lately like i also would say that saturday morning rooms have been very kind to me because i think you're drafting against like older people you're drafting against people that are up early so like when i had the baby especially was on baby duty when he was a newborn um and like they just don't do anything you just fucking sit there with them basically um i would be drafting teams at like 7 a.m on a saturday morning and would draft some of my best teams this saturday morning draft has made me rethink everything that i (laughs) I've thought about that because these are like not sharp players reaching for things in a way that i i just hate <laughs> this has not been fun on the plus side the fields drafter uh does get cole commit along with a third qb to go with justin fields so very smart drafter by Hunter suck <laughs> in the turn Ugh. it's okay i know ball when things go wrong, we can always take solace in the fact that I know ball. Mac Hollins has been a priority of mine down the stretch. He's a great late round target. I don't know if I'd say he's a great late round target. I would personally prefer Trey Palmer over him uh, for going 18th round, guys. Terrace Marshall would prefer over Mac Hollins. Mac's fine. Um, I don't know. Like, he'll probably have one of those big weeks at some point this year. But it's like, I barely expect there to be enough passing volumes to stay in Drake London and Kyle Pitts. I don't know how Mac Collins gets there with any regularity in that ecosystem, barring injury. Um, you know, Mac Collins has shown a ceiling before, you know, on a Devonte Adams team. So I, I get the logic. I just don't think Atlanta is going to be a high pass. I don't think anything that they've shown is like, all of a sudden they're going to trust Ritter. This team can succeed if Ritter doesn't kill him week after week. And I think that's going to be how they play is like, how do we really like, how do we keep Ritter under 20 pass attempts? If we can, I think it would be the goal. I know they've said otherwise, but like, That guy has shown fucking nothing, man. Like That guy has shown absolutely nothing. I think this is a build where Kendra Miller makes sense. We do have the bet on Mike Evans, Kendra Miller, for whatever injuries he has right now. Like We had diamond hands when he had the knee injury, which scares me a lot more than a hamstring injury. Um, Obviously, they're going to err on the side of caution. If Kendra Miller doesn't play week one, if he doesn't play the first few weeks of Kamara suspended, that sucks because that's his opportunity to win a role if Kamara is out. Uh, But that said, for week 17, for what we're playing for, uh, I just don't think it matters. All right. This build might be a Mac Hollins build, though, just because I would like to get uh, one more Atlanta bring back. Um, I think Taysom Hill makes sense in this build. Really need to think about what I'm going to do at QB because this has been boxed out pretty bad. But that's a problem for future spags. We're going to take Taysom Hill here. (laughs) So the team so far, uh, Joe Burrow, Antonio Gibson, Rashad Penny, Elijah Mitchell, Raheem Mostert, Roshan Johnson, Kendra Miller at receiver, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Gabe Davis, Mike Evans, and then a tight end. Evan Ingram and Taysom Hill. I think this team is good. I I know what I need to do, I think, to, to get it right for the final three rounds, but it's going to require QB falling. So uh with that in mind, I am sure that uh the hunter in a 12-hole will will pick, <laughs> will pick the QB that I need to get this where it needs to be. Uh, what's up with Green Bay? Why is Heath going to be a thing? Uh, who was it yesterday? That was, uh, wasn't consigliere. It was somebody who was really talking up Malik. Keith was it historical anomalies. And I took Malik Keith in a draft yesterday. Um, if Dobbs is hurt, Malik Keith does seem like he has a route or a potential to be out there running the outside routes. Uh, so I think that he is potentially kind of a thing, but Jaden Reed is more of a thing. Christian Watson's obviously way more of a thing. Luke Musgrave was more of a thing. Um, Samari Touré, I don't think got cut unless I missed that. So he's still lurking around. So it's possible that even if Dobbs is out, you see a split there outside. Uh, But Heath looked pretty good uh, from the numbers that I looked up. Uh, His old miss numbers were better than Mingo's. So I'd give him credit for that. You're ready to go to battle with Desmond Ritter. That wasn't even the one I was thinking of. I actually, I I suppose that wouldn't make sense if we are trying to still stick with this, this quote unquote bear stack. Um, But we'll see. I'm ready to look. I got Burrow, man. I'll say it again. I made the finals last year with Burrow and Trey Lance. So if anybody, if any of these QBs late can outperform Trey Lance, I'm already in a better spot. Though that was, uh, no, that wasn't a double. No, that was a single with Higgins. So yeah, it's a similar construct here. So of course, the final team I built last year, same thing could work this year. That's <laughs> same thing for Pat Korean team. Just build by modal running back teams over and over again. It guarantees you a win. Mac Jones Parker stack. I've got the Davis ring Mac. That's possible. So, okay, I've got a few outs. Um I mean, I'll say what I was thinking. I was thinking of Bryce Young stack here. I was thinking because I do have the bet on Jacksonville uh, with Calvin Ridley and with Evan Ingram that I can go Bryce Young, Terrace Marshall late. Uh, so that's an option, but I guess we have a few. We can go Bryce, uh, we can go Ritter, we can go Mac with something. So we have a few outs, I guess. I have more than I realized. Holland's Ritter, double tap. Yeah, I think for this build, that's in play too. He just trapped Mike Gasicki free money glitch. Is he even going to play? Like uh the, the bet on him was really one that he needed to be healthy to earn himself a role and guarantee himself slot routes that were already going to be tough for him to get. And now they, they've fallen in love with Demario Douglas, who feels like shouldn't be playing outside that much. Obviously, Juju, they paid money to. He's got to run out of the slot. Kosicki's uh, a guy where I took him a little bit earlier on. Uh, I would rather have Hunter Henry, though. Hunter Henry at 171. Like this was a guy going into 18th round safely for so long. I, I don't think that's a great draft pick, but we'll see. But I it's nice to see that. I do have a few outs. I have a few outs. I honestly could. Well, I don't think I could pull off a double QB stack at this point. can't pull off two more. Unless one of them were Baker, which maybe could go Baker and Trey Palmer. I just love Trey Palmer, man. Would rather have Terrace Marshall for sure, uh, in terms of the late round pick guys. But I think Trey Palmer is very live. He won the number three job. Nobody's nobody's still touting Trey Palmer out there. He had a great preseason. Um, really stands to benefit if Evans and uh, Godwin sit at some point. If the Bucs are just not competing, oh, t- t- why did he take Bryce? Oh, he needed a second QB. Fucking shit, man. This is literally going to be a Ritter team. Huh? If I'm lucky, this will be a Ritter team. Dildos. Dildos upon dildos. <laughs> That's what this is. Alright. What alright. Honestly, I think the Devante part is more appealing to me. Let's do that. Let's get Devante. So we got a 1672. And then I'm gonna take gonna take Mac. Yeah. Or should I push Mac? No, somebody's absolutely going to take Mac. Um, let's get Mac done here. So, Mac Jones will be my QB too. I think it's possible nobody takes Ritter. We'll see in this room. I'm sure somebody will. Uh, but we have Joe Burrow and Mac Jones at QB. Antonio Gibson, Rashad Penny, Elijah Mitchell, Raheem Mostert, Roshan Johnson, Kendra Miller at running back, receiver, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Gabe Davis, Mike Evans, and Devontae and Parker. And then a tight end, Evan Ingram and Taysom Hill. So we do have a week 17 correlation with New England and Buffalo. Uh, We do have correlation with Tampa Bay. Do not have correlation with Carolina though. Terrace Marshall and Bryce Young both go. Tough one. I just like, I have a hard time believing Baker starts all 17 games. Like that's why even in a Bucks build, I just don't think, I don't know. They really are a team that should be doing what the Cardinals are doing, where they're clearly kind of tanking. Uh, clearly dabbling, at least, in the idea of tanking. Is Shemp taking fucking four QBs? Yeah, Shem took four QBs here, which is not optimal. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't think... I don't need a third QB here. Like, I think Joe Burrow and Mac is enough. Um, But maybe. I, I think Ritter, though, I would take, because Ritter at least has some rushing value that he could provide me standalone weeks. But at this point, with how these guys are just taking every QB, like, God, they're just burning capital at QB. Yeah, I would take Ritter if he comes back. If not, if not, it might be Trey Palmer. There goes Ritter. Ritter goes to a team. Please tell me he's got something from Atlanta. Ritter is the third QB on this guy's two, a Daniel Jones scene. You just don't need a third QB there. And he has no correlation with Atlanta. (laughs) <laughs> i just august september drafting why why do this to myself why you got to keep bullets live you have to have your entries you're doing when you have the most knowledge possible which is this time of year you don't need a third qb with two and daniel jones especially an uncorrelated third qb We got Cunner in the 12 hole and Cunt Jay in the 10 hole. (laughs) Uh, It is like, honestly, though, like if you stick to what good structure is, which is still two QBs, five to six running backs, six to seven receivers, two or three tight ends, like that is, I think, going to be a way you advance a lot of teams this year. I think the field just has not figured out what they should be doing to like build teams. That make sense with the ADPs moving with, uh, you know, a lot of people talking up the three QB builds and Pat having one last year. I think people are now just like, especially casual drafters who haven't had, you know, a full run out of drafts. I think they just don't know what to do with the position. And then as a result, they end up just ruining it for everybody else. Like this guy's drafting Brandon Johnson, I guess like, yeah, that's so fucking flimsy. Oh, I'm just gonna throw my football until I feel happy again. I know these are not great spirals, but frankly, I've never been a great spiral thrower. Ah! <laughs> this guy knows if, if you're screaming when a ball's coming towards your head, but still catching it, that's proof that you know ball. <laughs> yeah, the 12 hole took five receivers. Yes, please correct yourself accordingly. Next season it's all Saturday streams, very e plus EV. Yeah. But I want to make myself even more miserable <laughs> by week one. Like this guy took Brandon Johnson and Michael Wilson and Darius Slayton, guys who are real guys who have real roles. Like you're just doing dumb shit drafts at this point. Uh 2672. New Orleans, Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo. Let's just increase the bet for fucking stupid asshole Mac Jones. Let's take the Mario Douglas here. Mario Douglas rounds up the team. Final team here. One more spag stack coming up. But I'm going to spin the wheel even though it's one team. Joe Burrow, Mac Jones, Antonio Gibson, Rashad Penny, Elijah Mitchell, Raheem Mostert, Roshan Johnson, Kendra Miller, uh, Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Gabe Davis, Mike Evans. This was supposed to be a radicalized URB build, but the room made me fucking get weird. Devontae Parker and Demario Douglas. This makes sense, though, because we basically have the radicalized zero RB where these six guys are providing all the value. And then we just added on another game stack on top of it with New England and Buffalo. So I actually do think this room was a terrible journey to make me build a team. It's actually pretty unique and I think pretty solid. And my tight ends, Evan Ingram and Taysom Hill. So there you go. (laughs) Spinning the wheel with one team on it is very spags. You fucking, you dead. You dead right, Lucky Seven. (laughs) Let's spin the wheel and see who I'll be drafting for our final stag stack. Who will it be? Ah, oh, ah, oh, it might be. It's the Eagles. It's the Eagles. No teams left on the board. We are done. That felt good for my OCD. Let's get in the room here. Best Ball Mania 4, 92% filled. Get your entry in with me. This is number 149 for me. And we got... Now we're filled. Snap fill. All right. Spags, final stack. All right. Banner's going. We're ready, boys. Four hole... (laughs) Fuck, <laughs> I think we could get, no, you know what? We might be able to get, we might be able to get the Eagles Omega stack. There is hope. Cause I think what I can do is I'm going to reach for AJ Brown. That'll put me in a pocket where I can hopefully get Devante and then get hurts. If somebody does something stupid and takes hurts then I'm fucked. Uh, but obviously we'll see how that goes. We got some badges at the turn. So maybe they're willing to let an unstacked QB fall. Hopefully. (sighs) All right, we're doing it. Where's my underdog hat? Let's go back to it. Get in the zone. Final stag stacks. I'm fucking ready, guys. I'm fired up now. Spinning a wheel with just one team on it really made me me go. Yep, there we go. That's what we're going to try to do. Same page. It's actually gross how much on the same page I am with all of you guys. Let's do this. AJ Brown, what do we get back? We got an Eagle stack hooking no matter what. Someone will do something stupid and take hurts. <laughs> I hope not. I'm real anxious now because I think this actually could line up for the perfect Eagle stack. And I want that perfect Eagle stack to close me out here. Let's do it. And of course, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, number one fifty here, like a buffoon, I'm gonna come back to the dance. Uh, I'm gonna check the time when I wake up. I'm gonna see how many entries are in, and then we'll we'll know for sure. But I'm gonna put it in the hopper as a 10 a.m. start time for tomorrow uh, for number one fifty. Might be 9 a.m. again. Might have to go overnight if it looks like the tournament's gonna fill. Uh, but keep your notification bell on or something. I don't know. Whatever, whatever people do for the content they want to see, do that. Guarantee the three spot takes hurts. I hope not. feel like I should risk Devance instead of Hertz. I feel like... No. I don't know. I don't know, guys. We're going to... S- we'll see how I play it. I got... You guys fucking know. I got these diamond hands here, baby. Look at this. Look at the, the vague calluses of a man who works hard occasionally. <laughs> Look at the beautiful nails of a man who doesn't work hard, has never done manual labor. Diamond hands. Ooh, it's exciting. This is... <laughs> This is 10. I actually like I'm feeling this one. Like I want to after what happened to these last two stacks that I was wanted to close out, close out with some authority. I'm fucking pumped, man. I think we can do this. I think we can do this. Really consider completely stayed away from BBM due to the lotto nature. That's the fun, man. The fun is being able to hit that slot machine. And, and honestly, you know, look, I know that these things could have run out either way, especially last year with uh, Cincinnati Buffalo, not playing, but the fact that it was Herzig, Liam, Corrine uh, winning, like, you know, again, there are guys who had a single bullet who finished there. Uh, Charlie, our guy in line of scrimmage finished top three. Like, it's not like fucking idiots who are finishing up top. So I do think it is less of a lotto than it seems, even though it is kind of inherently a lotto. Um, but let's, yeah, we'll see. Okay, Mahomes goes. So this is now, we're now at risky territory. Ooh, baby. I think what this is going to come down to is if there's a lot of receivers left on the board, I think we take Hurts. If this guy takes Devontae or Waddle, I think I need to take Devontae. He takes (sighs) Waddle. Just three guys here between me and what I want. Let's take Hurts. No, they're, they're absolutely going to take Devontae. I love fuck it. All right, fine. Fucking take Hurts. I don't care. An A.J. Brown Hurts stack is still an Eagles stack. I have, Fucking, I want Devontae too. One of these guys is absolutely going to take Devontae. They shouldn't, but they're going to. Take Henry. Come on. Come on, Sobhada. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you can't have the Eagle stack without Hertz. I know this is just such a chalky configuration of it. Higgins goes, come on. You guys love running backs. Jacobs, take Andrews. Take Andrews. Come on. Ah! Fuck. I got one Philly premium double or the whole uh, Philly stack on that stream that we did with Daigle on four for four. And can't fucking get it since. Ugh, what a fuck. What a fuck. Um, Mark Andrews. So a lot of Philly stacks are going to have Goddard, right? So adding Andrews on top of that's kind of interesting. But let's go DK Metcalf. Let's just get some receiver capital in. Uh so team so far, hurts Brown, Metcalf. Maybe DK Metcalf orchestrates a midseason trade to the, <laughs> to the Eagles. Three spot took Allen. Would have taken Hertz potentially. Yeah. Con. Thank you. I really like this team. Good. I'm glad. Has been going to the 20s. Yeah. Yeah. This was. There was a world where if one of these guys had been a little bit more of an RB piggy, we could have gotten there. Somebody had to reach for one of the running backs. Then this guy takes Allen. I think it would have worked out, but it is what it is. We got at least part of the the Philly stack, and I do have a really pretty Philly stack in my portfolio, so it's fine. Um, I'm under the field on Jalen Hurts. We're going to, again, do one last walkthrough of my final exposures uh, heading into number 150 tomorrow, Uh, but we'll be doing that at the end of the stream so you guys can see what I've got. But I will tell you guys, at Hurts, I have 3.7% Hurts overall, 3.4% in Best Ball Mania, so I'm low on Hurts. I've made a concentrated bet. Uh, to not do the elite QBs more than half the field this year. So that is a purposeful thing, but one that has definitely got me feeling naked in these final entries. Absolutely. Hill Devonti is a beautiful start. That is that is a good start for Eva's Eva's Q. I need the speedy Batman. Quez Watkins might lose his job to Olymade Zacchias. I think Zacchaeus is a better receiver. But also, like we saw last year, like Quez did fucking nothing for nobody. Like, I don't did he make a single roster at any point? <laughs> like, I don't think he did. So um, I think we gotta play this one. Gotta get Goddard and then one of the running backs. Grab Gainwell. Gainwell, like honestly, any of the running backs are fine. Like Swift. Uh, is okay, but the highest ADP back. Penny, I do think, has a clear role because he is he can move the pile in a way that Gainwell and Swift could not ever do. Um, so I think that he's got a role but it's going to be a hot hand backfield. Like, I think that's the main part that people want to get part of this Philly backfield. Right. I don't think you can get it right. I think it's going to go week to week about who is the, having the potential to be a Miles Sanders. And there's going to be a lot of weeks where none of them get there because this fucking hurts is crushing and sneaking them in. And then AJ Brown breaks touchdowns. And like, it just is what it is. Cannot talk me into Boston. Scott, I think Boston Scott is hanging on as like, like Cordell uh, Cordell Patterson's hanging on, where it's like, you're not really a player. You're just uh, kind of a guy that we keep as a cute little mascot. Moogie's team, by the way, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Mark Andrews. Uh, Let's see what he does here, because that is a batshit start. Gonna have to dig out a couple different holes here. If he doesn't take receiver at this point, he's gonna be, oh boy. Oh, Moogie. Moogie, Moogie, Moogie. Do I do any battle royales or a build structure for it? Uh, You at least want a single stack in there, but everything won last year. Uh, Badge bros will be a great resource for you to consult. I think they already did a draft for battle royale week one. Uh, I've not dabbled in it yet, but I played last year. I really wish they'd up the prize pool to justify the time expense that you need. That's I think still 25K to first, which again, makes it a fun, casual game for me. Not one that I can invest a lot of time in because I play the games that have the big paydays. That's what makes it fun for me. Wish they did it. Wish they did uh, give you 100K to first. I think that would have been a lot of fun. Great way to capitalize. Maybe for week two. I don't know. All right, see, one player I wouldn't mind getting here. You may guess who that is, but we'll see what Top Shot streams does. All right, goes Joe Burrow, Christian Watson. Christian Watson at 45. Fuck yeah. I am not mad at this team, even a little. Team so far, Hurts, Brown, Metcalf, Christian Watson. Can't argue the start. There you go. Pounds on a stream too. Sure. Ugh. Yeah, I care a lot more about the week one millie maker for DraftKings personally, because I'll be maxing out that one. I'll be throwing my some throwing DraftKings another seven hundred fifty bones in addition to whatever I blow on the Thursday night football showdown opener. So we'll see. Aaron Jones, I'd, I'd rather never have a share of Aaron Jones at this point. I just much rather prefer A.J. Dillon at his ADP. Um, Aaron Jones, I think the Packers apparently being in the hunt for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, not great for Jones or Dillon, uh, but I think for Jones in particular, Jones goes anyway. Uh, just Jones is getting old. He was still good last year, but I would rather have the cheaper Dillon because I think the role is basically the same. A little more pass catching for Jones, but... There might not be as much pass casting this year just because, uh, pass catching this year just because Aaron Rodgers isn't going to check down every time. Uh, you know, Jordan Love is going to be out there trying to sling it a little bit more or tuck it and run it. All right. So we've got Seattle, Green Bay. Pickens already went, man. That's Pickens went at 46. Good God. People are fucking savages out here. Um, get Deontay. Wanted the correlation with Metcalf and Pickens, wanted to get Pickens on a Watson team, especially with Hertz, but we're not gonna get that one. So it's fine. We're still building zero RB. Only stream in the world that actually builds zero RB teams here on Splash Play. Pickens is skyrocketing. He is. And I like I've been one of the people that said he should, uh, but it's now to a point where like I can't get him at ADP ever, which is never a great sign for a guy. Um if you are drafting Pickens now, and I'll draft him sometimes, like if he's right at his ADP spot or if I'm just freewheeling and I want to get my guys, and then Pickens is absolutely one of my guys. But he has come up so much, and he there was a point where he fell into the 80s in drafts and BBM, and I just think that is uh, going to be tough to compete with if you have a lot of Pickens. Thankfully, I have Pickens in all these pockets, so I'm good with it. But uh, taking him in the 40s now, like you got to build – You got to build a team that really takes advantage of all the current information if you are drafting Pickens because you're getting him in an ADP that's so much higher than where he was going uh, during these points of less information during the summer. Pickens is too rich now. Yeah, that's that's how you should do it. Get these guys when they're cheaper. It's hard to time out uh, the pockets of guys. I'm very glad to see Pickens going up because I think he deserves it, but uh, definitely a player that it's going to be tougher to pay off this ADP. I think he can because I do think there's a world where next year he is going around this range, you know, maybe a little bit closer to DK Metcalf range. Um, so I think he can pay it off, but it is getting, uh, it's a tougher needle to thread for him to pay it off. 100%. Biggs is literally a dog. He was his guy at UGA, but um, just, he loves blocking. He plays downfield. Um, he plays physically, uh, makes contested catches. He just has to add a little bit to that route tree and he's got the physical tools to be able to do that. So I don't know. I think people have been really off on Pickens all year. And there are sharp people who I've seen make like Twitter threads bashing George Pickens. And it's like, dude, you are, you're telling on yourself a little bit, I think, you know, with with how smart you are. But, you know, people like Deontay Johnson. I think that's something that I talked about in stream the other day where it wasn't ever a Pickens versus Deontay Johnson thing. It's a Pickens with Deontay Johnson if Pickett is good thing. And I think that's where the conversation got weird is because of the dick measuring that goes into all of this stuff of popping out takes. And it's like, oh yeah, like Deontay's so much better. Pickens is just a go route guy. Oh, like Pickens is so much better because he's a lead athlete and Deontay was so bad. And like, and I was saying the latter one, in reality, it should have been uh, more of hey, Deontay and Pickens both could absolutely fucking feast if Pickett is anything better than he was last year. And he was basically like an average QB last year, like he wasn't even fields bad, he was just like Average. So you just need Pickett to be 10% better than average. And if he is, uh, both these guys probably explode. Though I do think Pickens is still the better play. Damn, Matt Canada. Matt Canada's playing for his life, man, like, or coaching for his life. Like, he is a guy that, um, if he doesn't succeed this year, he gets fired. And, like, and that's something, too, where uh, the rubber is going to meet the road fast for him. And basically what they're doing is they're not even overhauling the offense. So there isn't even new things for them to learn. They're running the same offense, but they're really pushing to get the ball downfield in spots where they would have done a check down or maybe handed it off to Najee. Uh, so that's something where the offense, just by being willful about creating opportunities downfield, I think should be a lot better for everybody. Uh, but Pickett, especially like Pickett has been undervalued and now he's probably appropriately valued. Uh, we got a one zero four zero. I think uh Madison makes some sense here. Yeah, Madison falling. Gonna scoop the first running back off the board here with Madison. Was thinking Jordan Addison there as well. Would, who would be fine? Um, but I think Madison at a 10 pick discount. Just don't think there ever should be a 10-pick discount for for Jordan, or for Alexander Madison, rather. There we go. Sobhata. Sobhata's going to fucking take Goddard, isn't he? I I can feel it in my bones that this motherfucker's going to take Goddard, even though he has a tight end. Hassan Chop. Hassan Chop, you need... You you like running backs. Don't take take Goddard. Hassan? What are you doing, Hassan? Mike Evans? Come on, guys. Come on. James cook, Aaron Jones, is a Jerry guy. <laughs> yeah, he does feel like a Jerry guy. That's a fair point. I initially was thinking a Jerry Jones guy and I was like, yeah, that's also probably true. Are right, we do get Dallas Goddard here? Um, looks good to me. Team so far, Jalen hurts, Alexander Madison, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, Dallas Goddard. Uh, haven't reached, didn't have to reach too much for anybody besides AJ Brown. hurts obviously reached a little bit, but we had to do that. So team makes sense. It is a Philly Eagle stack. So we did that. We're crushing. Ah, we're crushing. Good team though. I like this team. Would have preferred Pickens over Johnson in that spot. That's the one thing I would have changed, but I couldn't get him anyway. So what are we going to do? Zay Flowers over Gabe Davis. Yeah, I don't know about that. I would still take Gabe just because of the week to week upside. Zay is interesting, but I, I've talked about it. Like I do think the bet for Baltimore is more of a Dobbins Andrews bet than a receiver bet. Uh, but Zay'll have Zay'll have some opportunities. I just feel like you're going to see a lot of like four for sixty days for Zay, and if he doesn't break a touchdown with that, he kind of doesn't matter. Uh, but that's me. I, Zay was not a big target earner, and that was playing at BC, uh, so not really playing at a high high pedigree college. But I know people like Zay, so it's possible. Thank you. Sky knows ball. If you like being a part of the uh, communities that know ball, please subscribe down below. Hit the like button. I'll uh, leave a comment down below. I appreciate every single comment we get and I always reply to them. So please make sure to do that. And of course, subscribe. We're on the march to 3K here. It's a, a delayed march, didn't hit it before the season, but we will hit it at some point before the calendar year turns. I gotta think. Uh so please subscribe to the channel and uh let's keep the momentum going, guys. Splash play doesn't stop with the drafts. We go into the season and keep having some fun with that. Uh, but basically gonna have drafts still every day until the Every day day until the season starts. So hang out here. Tomorrow, number 150 for me live on stream, Monday. Uh, maybe DraftKings Monday. Maybe DraftKings Monday. Drafters Tuesday. DraftKings again on Wednesday. I think that sounds about right. Uh, gotta, I got to parse out my DraftKings entries then. But we're hitting it spags completing his stacks in september wow it's true this is a monumental moment uh not on the other two streams of course couldn't get the qbs i wanted but here for the final spag stacks we came through we got our guys got our our fully completed stack that feels pretty good to me feel dirty watching this stream spag stacks completing a stack (laughs) i have to take a shower there was a point man again may and june or june is when we started so june july was just getting every stack. Every stack was clean. Every stack was doing what it's supposed to. Got to talk about the pros and the cons of them. And then we get to August in particular, August, September. And it's just as like, oh, yeah, never mind. Any of those guys you want to get? Psh, no shot. All right. We got a 1141. I mean, this is the final spag stacks, right? <laughs> no, you know what? Let's not get stupid yet. We'll take Rashad White. Good discount on him. 10 picks after ADP. I'm not buying the Sean Tucker rise. I don't think it fucking matters that much. Uh hottest is like in my fucking head. I hate this guy. <laughs> Takes AR here. Ah. Oh. All right. Well, no AR. Would have liked to have gotten one more AR share to be like, ah, final spag stacks. Got AR. And nope. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind my desires. All right. We got Pittsburgh, Seattle. We got Green Bay. You know, I'll put my money where my mouth is. I did say that I prefer AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones. Let's do that. So we're going to have to get some later receivers, but we'll see what we do. Team so far Jalen Hurts, Alexander Madison, Rashad White, AJ Dillon, a receiver, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, and a tight end, Dallas Goddard. Would really like to get a receiver in next round. I really hate having teams that don't have five receivers through 10 rounds, uh, but we, we're we doing okay. We're doing okay. <laughs> Rip jersey. Yes, the poor jersey here. You'll It'll live to fight another day. It'll live to have many DFS weeks, but unfortunately I cannot. Oh, this is inside out too. Oh, there's a C here on the back. I think it's for Colts, but let's pretend it's for captain. For Captain Anthony Richardson. Feeling good. Uh, oh, I do love this jersey so much, though. I hate the way that football jerseys look on you as an adult man, but I do think overall, if there are any jersey I'm going to buy, one that I'm proud of. Good guy letting someone else enjoy AR. Yes, Subhas, who has been such a boon to my <laughs> to my draft room today. Happy to let him get AR. Like the Dylan pick, building out that Packers-Vikings week 17. Packers-Vikings week 17. I think my top three week 17 correlations would be Baltimore-Miami. Um Packers, Vikings, and then Colts Raiders. Those three, all of which I guess uh, indoors uh, besides Baltimore, Miami, but Miami should be good weather, right? Cause that's, that one is in Miami. Um, so two indoors games, Baltimore, Miami, we've talked about enough, uh, but Colts Raiders certainly there. And then Cincinnati KC is the chalky one. That's the obvious one. Um, still have no issue with that game. But I think if we're going to get off the beaten path a little, those three and probably San Francisco, Washington, would probably be my most, uh, my most duped, my most common week 17 correlations. Minnesota Green Bay, though, man, like I just think Minnesota's defense should be better with Brian Flores this year, but how much better? I don't know. They don't have a ton of talent on defense. And then Green Bay, I just do expect to be a real boom bust kind of team, which is great for best ball can might be frustrating for Packers fans or people that just want to see a train running on time kind of offense like Aaron Rodgers has had. Uh, But I think that for me, I love Green Bay overall as a team. They're my favorite bet that I made. They and Pittsburgh are two of my favorite bets that I've made consistently and regularly across this entire offseason. And uh, it feels like they're coming together. So I'm excited for that. Zach Charbonnet, 110. Jalen Warren, 109. These are their guys. Correct ADPs, I think. Charbonnet. Probably a little bit too too much at top 100. Still think Charbonnet wins the role from Kenneth Walker, or at least wins the lion's share of the role uh, by the time that it matters most at the end of year. Uh, but still, Charbonnet, I think, better going after the 100 pick than going in the top 100. Oh, man. can't believe this is number 149. Number 149 draft for me, of course, out of 150. Uh, you can max out in a BBM don't think I've gotten any drafts canceled. So for anybody who followed that Lloyd draft a couple weeks ago, uh, that one's still s- safely in my portfolio. So it looks like we'll be rolling with that one uh, where I scooped up some really nice values. And uh, this would be great. Top Shot Streams, come on, bud. You can make this really nice. You can make this a real spicy meat to ball for your pal Chris Spaggs if you don't take a certain receiver who's on top of the queue. Would love to to that Green Bay double. I'm breaking into a stereotype of character of my own people because of how much I want the Romeo Dobbs. Romeo! It's me, Romeo! (laughs) Romeo Dobbs. Green Bay stack popping. Team so far Jalen Hurts, Alexander Madison, Rashad White, AJ Dillon, receiver AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, and Romeo Dobbs. And Dallas Goddard at tight end. And this is why that guy last draft, who took Romeo Dobbs in the 90s, that's why you don't take Romeo Dobbs in the 90s because people have injury concerns about him right now. Uh, apparently might not go week one. I don't care, but people care. So take him there. Romeo, welcome to the family. <laughs> Sobhadas rips off three QBs in a row. Sobhadas is just thriving. Thriving with a Sobhadas build. <laughs> it's a me, Romeo. <laughs> He's as fucking Italian as Chris Pratt is. He could he could get to do the voice. I don't care. If he's part of the squad here, part of this Green Bay Philly thing I'm building, which I like a lot. It's a real, real tasty lineup we've got going. All right, so we're I'm feeling okay at receiver here. Don't see any obvious correlations. Could take Gino as a discount if I didn't want to build out the Watson thing. Don't need to go 3QB. Let's just uh, let's just get another good running back in. Again, Eli Mitchell, to me, should be in every 0RB portfolio. I get there's injury risk and all that. He's my running back four here, but like he's going to give you spike weeks. He's going to give you usable weeks, I think, four to five times throughout the year. More if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt. More if I'm somehow undervaluing the timeshare that occurs to keep McCaffrey safe and healthy for the playoffs. Uh, but Eli Mitchell, to me, has just been... He and Jalen Warren are just like two gems that I would ha- be happy to have in every draft. Charbonnet would be number three to a lesser extent. Team 12 doing some weird stuff too. Handcuffing uh, Najee with Warren. Ooh, yeah. But he got Fields and more, <laughs> So he's got that going for him. Yeah, what a great spot to get Fields and more, huh? Yeah, handcuffing Najee and Jalen Warren. Uh, Some pushback from Pittsburgh media lately about how, like, anybody who thinks that Jalen Ward is going to lap Najee Harris is wrong. And it's like, I expect a 65-35 share, I think was what one Pittsburgh beat guy said. It's like, if he's given up a 65-35 share to start the year, like, that's that's what you want for Jalen Warren. Um, Jalen Warren doesn't have to get 20 touches a game. Jalen Warren has to get you... 10 to 12 really good touches and some catches amidst that. And I think he will pay off his price tag much better than Najee will at 15, 18 touches. (laughs) Drafted Najee and immediately regretted it. (laughs) That would, that would be funny. It's like, Oh man, I can't, I don't feel comfortable with this Najee pick. I got to get Jalen Warren, which honestly is how you should feel. uh, Drafting them least efficient back who also, these are Najee's like, these are his salad days. These are his best years (laughs) that we're getting right now. He's 25. (laughs) And It's only going to get worse. And yet he's invited to the running back zoom call. He's the problem. He's the reason none of them are getting paid. And Nazis is there like, like that one photo of the kid, just like the, that, that face. <laughs> I don't know how to sum up meme kids anymore. Tyler Algier goes to 137. He would have been a nice part of this build, but we'll survive. I see one tasty treat at running back that I wouldn't mind. We get him. Kenneth Gainwell. I don't know if this is the alpha stack. Obviously, we didn't get Devontae as part of this Philly, uh, but we got Kenneth Gainwell. We got A.J. Brown. We got Dallas Goddard. I, I like to see team. Jalen Hurts, Alexander Madison, Rashad White, AJ Dillon, Elijah Mitchell, Kenneth Gainwell, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, Romeo Dobbs, Dallas Goddard. You are just seeing a drafter at the peak of his game right now, the peak of my powers. I'm working pockets. I'm hitting the draft. I'm making this room work for me. Doesn't matter what Sobhattis does. Doesn't matter that he wants to seemingly ruin my team at every turn. I'm stepping up. I'm making it count here. That's Spag Stacks for you, baby. No. I risked it. I'm risking it. Yes, risk it. Yes, biscuit. (laughs) Can't take Jordan Love at fucking 130s. Can't do that. Jordan Love. There we go. Diamond hands. Not going to push him any further. Two picks out of ADP. That's fine. Don't think we're going to get Musgrave on the way back. Would love to get Musgrave on the way back. There we go. Jordan Love. Jalen Hurts. This is it. This is what what happens when you're committed, when you're pot committed. You don't let these assholes scare you off. Thank you. Team is looking great, wonderful, and everything falls into place. There we go. But I think that was an example of what we talked about earlier with the QB stuff where like Jeff's right, like don't risk it. That said, I just think you're making a mistake if you're taking uh, Jordan Love at 141, especially if you have a, a shot on the turn. If I weren't picking to pick 157, like then maybe I would take him at like the high, you know, at the 140-ish range. Um, but with where we were going here, if you can't get a guy two picks out of ADP, like what the fuck are you gonna do? <laughs> like, I think that's how it's how I view it at this point in drafts. But we got our guys, we've got a fully fleshed out room, two five five one. We got optionality at positions. This is good. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think Gainwell made more sense for what we're doing Philly wise here. Uh, but yes, I, I would like to get one of Reed and Musgrave on the way back if we don't. sucks. Uh, just one of those things though again, where Musgrave used to be my go-to, where if I have Jordan Love, if I have Christian Watson, just hold out till round 17 and get Luke Musgrave and now you gotta actually account for him as a player that you have to go out of your way to get. So that is the changing draft landscape here. B Rob here. how is his team? So he's got an elite QB stacked with Keenan Allen. Uh not seeing correlation besides that. Did get Bijan. A bring back with Cortland Sutton. And he goes on a run at tight end. Okay. Interesting team. I feel like I might have skipped over Higby for him, but interesting team going for B Rob here. Jaden Reed goes, so he will not be part of our portfolio, which is okay because we do already have the double stack at receiver for the Green Bay, so I don't think we need Jaden Reed. Uh, Musgrave, I would like to get Musgrave, but I feel like Moogie's going to fucking take Musgrave. Moogie. Moogie reaches for Deion Jackson. Moogie's team is losing the notes. There goes Musgrave to Daddy19. No correlation. People just like Musgrave because he's a trendy name now. What are you going to do? Don't think the team needed Musgrave, Dallas Goddard's the one who's going to make lineups more often, but Musgrave, I think Musgrave and Goddard would be a very potent duo in my estimation. Uh, do you see one pick? I don't mind on the board that I'd be happy to take. You guys know who it is. Guy should not be going to pick 165. All right. Roshan, it is. Roshan rounds out the RB room. We are done at the position. Team so far, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love, Alexander Madison, Rashad White, A.J. Dillon, Elijah Mitchell, Kenneth Gainwell, Roshan Johnson, a receiver, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, and Romeo Dobbs, and Dallas Goddard, our lone tight end. Running back room looking good. Rondale... As the bringback, I would rather take the late Arizona receiver as the bringback personally. Rondale goes anyway to Sobhata because Sobhata has to take everybody that we've even thought about (laughs) as a concept in this room. All right, we need some receivers. Don't have any bringbacks that are really screaming out here. This is an okay value for Mingo though. So I wouldn't mind taking him if he's available. But that means so hot I'm sure he'll take him. No, he takes Singletary. All right. Let's see. If Mingo goes, I don't know what I'm going to do here. Honestly, might be another taste and build if Mingo goes. All right. Mingo it is. Mingo 22 picks after ADP. That's when you take Mingo. Uh, I am not a huge Jonathan Mingo fan, but he should not be going at 172 at this point. Uh, if you were taking him in the 130s and whatever that were earlier on, woof, Mingo fallen. Uh, let's see. Is there anyone in the top 120 picks you have 0% of that come to mind? Odell Beckham is the first person that comes to mind for me. 0%. 0% would be tough for me. Um, I know I have not a lot of Elijah Moore got a lot less michael thomas and i thought dalvin i think i might have none of um let's see dalvin i have one entry in bbm 0.7 so that's about as close as it'll get that i could think of i have at least one share of walker naji yeah i think it is just dalvin cook for me but i'm low on like i'm low on like every running back <laughs> Uh, especially like every running back you're seeing on this screen here. I'm low on besides Bijan and Nick Chubb. And even then I'm still under the field on those guys, but pretty much everybody else. I think I'm, I'm under on substantially, which is the portfolio. That's a portfolio choice. I made Mingo basically AJ Brown, except not as good on a worse offense. He's not AJ Brown though, because he's like more of a slot guy. If they try to push him outside, I think that is going to go poorly for Mingo uh, he showed nothing as an outside receiver at Ole Miss besides just looking like one physically, um, like just because he's a large guy who's, who's jacked to the gills. Um, but definitely one of those things with Mingo that I am not not a big believer in him. I think he's a low A dot guy at best, uh, probably more of a DraftKings player. Uh, but we'll see. Like certainly the draft capital's there, so that's why I'm willing to take some stabs at him. But I'd rather have Terrace Marshall if he can somehow usurp DJ Chark amidst DJ Chark having another hamstring issue to start the year. Uh, Terrace Marshall to me is like potentially the skeleton key who can explode for week 18 stuff, but we'll see. Oh, good. Good. All right. And Jerry made the Dalvin share possible. <laughs> it's true. Jerry, a known Dalvin contributor here. I honestly wonder where that Dalvin share was because I can't think of when it must have been. It, it had to be one of the times before he signed when he fell to like 110 or something. Cause that rings a bell for me drafting that, but I really not a team Dalvin guy and honestly not a big Brees guy either. Like I think Brees is the best to make if you're going to make one of them. It's just like, it's a little bit ugly for both. Like I think it's, it's a timeshare backfield. It's not being ADP priced like a timeshare backfield. Is this Eagle stack or former Ole Miss receivers draft? I guess they could be one of the same. Got me at 166 in a draft. Always take the discount. There we go. Highest on receiver last year is Christian Watson. Yeah, the, the swings of things like, you know, once the price has been established and you see that price start to come down, like I think there's nothing wrong taking a guy. Even if it's a guy you don't like, like that's the tough part. You know, I obviously, I have player takes, I know ball. That said, like the whole thing, the best thing you can do for yourself is just being cognizant of ADP values and then trying to adapt around that. So that is uh, the best thing to do for an entire portfolio. And people people miss that a lot. Zach Moss going top 190. Josh Downs going top 190. And yet AR is barely moved, but all the Colts starting to come up. See what we'll do with these next few picks. Again, I see a couple. That would be pretty nice for this build. Come on, Top Shot. Wow, uh, Top Shot maybe times out on Durham Smythe. I think, again, Taysom Hill in the 180s, 190s is too cheap. You know why? Because he was going in the, like, he had, I think, a 130s ADP at some point, and then at least mostly going to the 150s. Taysom Hill as, like, part of a 3 tight end build or even a 2 tight end build where you have a, an elite or semi-elite, I, that's been the easiest click for me overall. Like, I have no Taysom in the puppy because the ADP was stupid then. I have no Taysom in a lot of the early tournaments, like the Chihuahua and all that. Um, I have, a, I'm now at 8% Taysom and BBM because of this fall for him. I think he makes a ton of sense as part of this late tight end stuff. And again, late tight ends have looked good this entire off season. The issue is that people didn't take Musgrave when he was there. Didn't take Mayer when he was there. Uh, now it's Taysom Hill in the spot. And I think he is just as good as those guys relative to the ADP. Home league draft today, three running backs per flex format. Can't wait to pull up my piss boy to the side and become boomer pilled. Yeah. You know, leave with, uh, Leave with Bijan and Chubb would be my suggestion for three running back. One, at least one of those guys. But I'd still zero RB. It besides that, uh, Michael Wilson here will will be our bring back for the Philly stuff. Michael Wilson again undervalued. Almost went. I think did go undrafted last draft that we did on stream. So. Michael Wilson, a 196 team so far, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love, Alexander Madison, Rashad White, AJ Dillon, Elijah Mitchell, Kenneth Gainwell, Roshan Johnson, a receiver, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, Romeo Dobbs, Jonathan Mingo, Michael Wilson, and a tight end, Dallas Goddard, Taysom Hill. One more player left to select here. Could be a tight end, could be another receiver. I think, yeah, both will make sense. So going to be all subject to what the room gives me on the way back. I'll do the final plugs here so we can just do exposures at the end. Uh, please subscribe down below. Again, on the March of 3K subs here on Splash Play, I'm grinding. You guys can see it. I've been doing drafts five days a week here, now more down the home stretch So we try to get our final BBMs in, try to get our final draftings entries in, try to get our final Drafters entries in. That's all going off the channel now, so please subscribe and, of course, use the promo code SPLASH on Underdog. If you're not already on there, use the promo code to get yourself a $100 deposit match, And on Drafters, you can also get a deposit match with good shot of overlay in that drafters million with 300k to first place two million dollars in guaranteed prizes in that one damn catch in the end slap the like yes please and become part of the squirt squad yes hit the join button down below if you want to join the family here on splash play lovingly known as the squirt squad of course you get yourself a helmet next to your name get custom emojis i'm gonna put some more in before the season starts as well I uh, have lots of fun here coming up in the channel because this is just the start of the journey, guys. Like, best ball feels like, oh, we're at the end here. It's a nostalgic thing. We're at our, our high school graduation kind of part of things. But then the season goes on, and we got to keep playing it. We got to keep gambling. We got to keep doing DFS. That is where the knowledge starts to pay off that we've been accumulating over the course of this entire year. So on Splash Play and Splash Play alone, it's the only place we're going to see that full journey come to real life. And there you go. You get a new egg. Not worried about the Tuss distribution in Chicago with Foreman and Montgomery? No. Uh, First of all, Montgomery is not there anymore. Montgomery is in Detroit. Uh, But with Foreman and Khalil Herbert, uh, Herbert's going to be the lead back, which is fine. It does seem like Roshan Johnson will be in the mix to get pass game downs. But also for best ball in particular, you are playing for week 17. So you want to be able to play for a guy like Roshan. It's going to start the year with some role and can theoretically earn more of a role as the season goes on. That's where guys like Roshan add the most value to portfolio. So um, I would take him in any format, but in basketball in particular, he's the last running back off the board for my team. Like he's a fantastic part of that portfolio. So, uh, believe a lot in Roshan, but like, no, I don't worry about that stuff. Shout out Dylan. Dylan, hey, we got a member here. Welcome to, the, welcome to the family. Dylan, your last name sounds vaguely German, and, you know, Germany and Italy sometimes go, f- sometimes friends, sometimes enemies. That's how it is on Splash Play as well, but we appreciate your support here. Hope you drafted some good teams down the stretch. Dylan, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the Squirt Squad. Hey, it's-a me, Romeo Dobbs. <laughs> Only here. All right, last pick. Deonta Foreman going undrafted. Tough look. Hurts love. Is there like a Minnesota guy to take late? Uh, You know what? This is like a real silly Minnesota one. No, you know what? Fuck it. Is Terrace Marshall available? I'm just going to take Terrace Marshall. I could use another good receiver. (laughs) I was going to take Josh Oliver, who I think... Uh, stands to benefit less now that we know Hawkinson has gotten paid and he's mysteriously all of his injuries have vanished. Uh, But Josh Oliver, I think, would have been another interesting Minnesota bring back. We just don't need it. I think we can roll with Goddard and Taysom Hill. So the final team, team review, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love at QB, a running back, Alexander Madison, Rashad White, A.J. Dillon, Elijah Mitchell, Kenneth Gainwell, Roshan Johnson, A receiver, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Christian Watson, Deontay Johnson, Romeo Dobbs, Jonathan Mingo, Michael Wilson, and Terrace Marshall. And a tight end, Dallas Goddard, Taysom Hill. No notes. Perfect team. (laughs) Perfect team once again. Let's look at my exposures here. These will be my final exposures heading into draft 150 tomorrow. How am I going to feel after the summer of best balls have gone? Uh, The grind just continues on. (laughs) I don't know. I'll be sad. I love the process of drafting best ball teams. I'll be sad when people try to dunk on me for takes I've had, but... It's a long run. It's a 17-week season, obviously, 18 weeks for the real NFL. Uh, so we'll we'll be strapping in here. That much I can tell you. All right, let's refresh. Hopefully this will have, okay, this is all my exposures, I think. So let's look at it. Let's looky, looky. No, it's missing the last three. Let me just try to get the last three. I would like to be fully accurate. There we go. All right. Top five overall, Christian Watson, number one at 30% in my BBM exposures. Number two, Jalen Warren at 28%. Number three, Roshan Johnson. Do I have fears about Roshan Johnson? Diamond fucking hands. So 27.5% Roshan. Kendra Miller, maybe some concerns about Kendra, but the opportunities there for him, we're buying in on the health risk. 26% Kendra Miller. And then we have Michael Pittman rounding out at 24%. Will not get to 25% pickings as I had hoped. You be top five for me. Anthony Richardson, number one at 21.5%. Jordan Love, number two at 15.4%. I've been drafting this guy before the rise, and now I'm drafting him with the rise, as you saw today. Kenny Pickett, number three at 14%. Deshaun Watson, number four at 11%. A little bit more than that. And number five, Kirk Cousins at 10%. Obviously, all of that's going to go with my Jefferson builds for the most part, uh, but that's it. And You can see the rest of the guys that I'm over the field on. Very flat exposures. That was the goal here. And we have one share of Clayton Toon, one, one share of Aaron Rodgers, one share of Trey Lance, all the luminaries. Running back, top five, Jalen Warren, number one at 28%. Number two, Roshan Johnson at a rounded up 28%. Number three, Kendra Miller at 26%. Zach Charbonnet, we love the rookies. Number four, at 22%. And number five, Devin Singletary at 21%. He's going to have a role. He's, he's got, we need failure from Damian Pierce to get there. Uh, but he is one I, if I could swap Singletary and Mitchell, I'd feel better about an underdog. A receiver, Christian Watson, number one at 30%. Number two, Michael Pittman at 24. Number three, George Pickens at a rounded up 24. DK Metcalf now safely at number four at 22%. And number five, we have a fall off to Amari Cooper at 17%. so, Not going too nuts here, but still, you can see my exposures. Kept my Katarius Tony. uh, Kept my Devontae Adams. We're we're aligned with where everything has been take-wise. Tight end top five. Number one, Mark Andrews at a rounded up 15%. He is tied with Michael Mayer, also to round it up 15%. Uh, Sam LaPorte actually also tied (laughs) rounded up 15%. Number four, Luke Musgrave, the undrafted Luke Musgrave was always on my team's 13% Luke and number five, Dallas Goddard at 12. So this actually aligns even better than I thought uh, with my potential exposures. And you can see how I've gotten Taysom here. I've taken him in fucking so many drafts with this fall in ADP. He is now safely above 8%. These are my takes guys. So, now we live and die by them. draft number 150 coming tomorrow. So you would be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't subscribe right now, if you didn't hit the like button, if you didn't leave a comment, all that stuff, but I'm going to come in. I'm going to set the event for tomorrow morning. If it looks like BBM's going to fill, I'm going to do it fucking overnight. I don't care where my state of mind is. That's how it's going to be here, but we are going to get number 150 up on the channel follow me at Chris Spags, follow the show at splash play pod and strap in. Even when underdog fills, we've got another week of drafts here coming up on the channel. So we're going to keep the grind going, heading to the season. Shout out to the chat. As always, you are the best co-host I could hope for throughout these hours that I'm doing a stream time. Uh, Thank you for hanging out guys. And I will see you guys tomorrow. So if you're going out, going anywhere, enjoy your Labor Day weekend, draft some teams though, draft some teams though. I'll see you guys soon. And uh, of course, don't forget no ball. Bye. (music)